Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. It is my week for quotes. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Sure. <clears throat> this is a movie. Okay. A person is smart. People are dumb, panicky, dangerous animals, and you know it. 1,500 years ago, everybody knew the Earth was the center of the universe. <sighs> Oh my god, I have seen this fucking movie. You definitely have. Oh, fucking hell. People are dumb. Oh my god, I know this. <clears throat> it's that last line <laughs> that like is so one? familiar. Sure. Okay. There's always an Arquillian battle cruiser or a Carillion death ray or an intergalactic play that is about to wipe out all life on this miserable little planet. And the only way these people can get on with their happy lives is that they do not know about it. Oh, my God. Uh, Fuck. Fuck. Would you like another one? Yes. Uh, I've watched this movie. Not only have I seen this movie, (laughs) I've watched this movie several fucking times. Yeah, you have. May I ask why you felt little Tiffany deserved to die? (laughs) You're so mad. You're going to be so pissed when you figure it out. Oh, my God. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Um, Is it the first Men in Black? It is. Oh, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> oh. uh, I watched it yesterday, and I just knew I had to do it today. I was literally going to walk out if I didn't get this. I was dying. I know that I've seen that so many times. Who and that was Tommy not? Lee Jones, who I feel like those were all his yeah, lines. Yeah, pretty much. Yes, I think so. Oh, my God. Thank yeah, you, Jesus. Yeah, it's so... I mean, who hasn't seen that movie 500 fucking times? I was like, this is so familiar. Yeah. I feel like I haven't watched it in a minute, but I've seen this a yeah. bunch of times. Right, exactly. Woo, well, amen. Good I was job. okay with getting it wrong if I didn't recognize the quote. You got there. You got there. That's what matters. Well, amen. Thank you. Welcome back <laughs> to another episode of The Read, guys. I am Principal William Baines Pimpel. 
And I am. Wow, you have no idea what that was. Not at all. I am just, I am taken aback because I have no clue who that is. Oh my God. Um, I am John Legend. <laughs> Shit. Black Excellence. Yes. I had a feeling he might be. This is the read. Who, well, wait, no, before we talk about Black Excellence, what the fuck is that that you just said? He's also Black Excellence because he's a character that Keenan Thompson played on All That many of the years ago. Oh, one of the characters. Got it. Yes. Oh, of course. Wow, that is so obscure. <laughs> you. <laughs> You're going to be mad when a whole bunch of people are questioning why you didn't understand I will that, though. Mute You're blaming that spelled. By the way. You know what? People probably don't even know how to spell that, to be honest with you. <laughs> Anyways. I don't recall this character, but fine. Keenan won an Emmy for outstanding original music. Oh, and right, right. For uh, Saturday Night Saturday Night Live, it was like a musical sketch that they did called "Comeback Barack." I oh, think. okay. And Chris Red, and I think Chance the Rapper. Oh, okay. Anyway, I just wanted to give Keenan a shout out because you've been, as Dustin says, you've done a lot for television Facts. for a long time. Yeah. So. Put that high on top of your man. So, Amen. Also, as you mentioned, well, let's... Okay. John Legend. Facts. EGOT. Yes. Officially. Mm-hmm. It is decided. Yes. He also won an <laughs> Emmy for the televised adaptation of Jesus Christ Superstar, mm-hmm. which is an opera or musical from like 1970. Yeah. Which is. I didn't even know. Yeah, it is. Well, I had never seen it. The name alone, I think my mama said was blasphemous. <laughs> so <laughs> we just never did i never knew anything about it but i'm super late because i'm sure the last broadway revival that they did that's what i believe i thought it was like the first of its kind i didn't realize it was old oh yeah no it's very old but i'm very out of touch when it comes to theater yeah i never saw it until john legend did it and i was just sitting there the whole time like what am i looking (laughs) at and not really feeling it but still being like go black man yeah <laughs> don't y'all yeah that's pretty much how, that's just how they are. yeah well congratulations to you john legend the first black man and the youngest person ever in life to win an emmy grammy oscar wow. and tony he's got several of the grammys because yeah. he posted right. like a photo <laughs> of his you know award shelving right and i mean one, two, three, four. Five, I mean, I feel like a few of them are probably missing. Luna probably hasn't tossed around with her things. Oh, yeah. I'm just like, oh, what? It's not. You don't put allergies Everybody in don't this? have one. Right. <laughs> these, I don't get it. Um, so congratulations, John, for being Yay. amazing. Also, keeping in, you know, keeping it with the Emmy discussions. Mm-hmm. Um, if there was a guest acting award at the Emmy, a black person won it this year yes tiffany haddish won for saturday night live samira your ex wiley won for the handmaiden's tale that hurts thank you that you really just gonna bring up my relationship like that wow (laughs) what a friend (laughs) ronsey's jones won for this is us Uh, as he deserves a a, a, a veteran acting badass god ron cephas does that well yeah Okay. Right. That's gonna say it's not really a spoiler. If you don't know what happened, then you're very behind. I mean, you're just what were <laughs> you doing? So behind, yeah. right? <laughs> so, but anyway, he very, very much deserved that. Um, and Cat Williams, Cat Williams the for best Alligator all, Man, which we Atlanta. knew. I feel like everybody saw that episode and was like, "There goes an Emmy." <laughs> 
It was that fucking good. It was really good. It was. It was really hilarious. good. I'm so glad you, you won have that. to see that episode. <laughs> it's just so Cat Williams. You can absolutely, if you've mm-hmm. ever been to the black country, you have seen that nigga. Yeah. <laughs> In Oklahoma, he has horses. Yeah. But so you know, I understand geographically things differ. But I will never you know you that niggas nigga. ride their horses down the highway. Niggas do ride their horses down the side of the highway. Yes, they sure do. So just to take it out for a ride? I mean, why not? Really? I mean, yeah, I feel like that's healthy <laughs> for both people. But people who not in, I'm not going to say Tulsa or Oklahoma City, not, uh, certainly not on main busy highways, but highways that cut through the country, bitch, you might as well get ready. But you stay ready anyway because you never know when a deer or something is going to pop up and, and <laughs> fuck your car up. Anyway, what are we talking about? Niggas winning great things. Yes. Also, last but not least, I would like to say uh, Black Excellence, Naomi Osaka. Yes! The first oh my Japanese God. and my girl. Haitian. You all are forgetting that part. She reminds you all of the time, though, so what's the problem? I mean, I get that she can only rep one country, but the girl's clearly biracial and less acknowledge the black like she can rep one country in the game but like out of her right. mouth in her life she clearly reps both right and i've seen pictures of her from her like when she was a toddler and her mama was Me wearing too. the bubble coats oh yeah her mama fitted. was of the culture okay? yeah okay. her mama was kimura out don't here. get it twisted <laughs> and she had them baby's hair did Duh, the let's Ned. jam is smoothed all over them parts don't you bitch. be confused <laughs> That's what you don't do. You will never take Naomi's blackness away from her. Yes. So congratulations to you for winning your first U.S. Open. It sucks and it is incredibly unfortunate that your win had to be sullied by dumbasses, but we will get to that later. Certainly will. Also, Serena Williams. I mean, black excellence. I mean, girl, regard less. Regard more. I mean, black excellence for the photo afterwards of her and Alexis just kicked back and Alexis's face (laughs) honestly saying everything. Alexis Junior, I mean. Just thinking Olympia. about it cracks me up. I was that just looking photo. at that picture earlier today. Olympia was just like, so. She really was looking at the camera like, y'all gonna get enough of trying my mama. Like, we all know what it is. Like, <laughs> really? Under right. their Moana just... uh, blanket. <laughs> I just live. Oh, what a queen. All right. So, congratulations to uh, awesome black people doing all awesome those black things. blacks. Yes, y'all did that. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without 
knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Um, I don't know why for a second ago I was just thinking about, um, on the way down here, I was watching like a whole bunch of shit on my explore page because I hate myself. But one of the things I saw was, um, you know, not to go on your explore page. One of the things I saw was, uh, Wiz Khalifa brushing his son's hair, which okay. first of all, I'm bash hive. Like I right, stand I for the bash. He's too. just <laughs> exemplary. He's so smart. Um, and then like. Two minutes later, I saw like a, a billboard or not a billboard, but you know, them signs in the phone booths. Oh, yeah. That said, um, take time to be a dad today. And I busted out laughing, not because of the connection, like the video oh, okay. that of him brushing his hair and talking to his son was completely amazing. And he is, you know, seems like an awesome dad. Yeah, he does. But what cracked me up was that I saw that almost right afterwards and that there is a sign reminding you niggas to take care of your motherfucking <laughs> Oh my God. I have seen that sign and never made that connection. It's like, like what? You never see, take the time out to really mother your child today. Like, it's just assumed that a mother will do that. Right. Every day. But you niggas need (laughs) a a photographed reminder. Remember that time you reproduced? Go check on that. What? (laughs) Okay. All right. Woo. All right. So this week in Hot Tops, the Stinky Cheese Bottom and other fairly stupid tales. Okay. I don't know this book. You don't remember that book, The Stinky Cheese Man? I don't think I've ever heard of it. Oh my God, you're so much older than me, but not. Like, I what? know. It's just the these few years between us, it makes a difference. The Stinky Cheese Man and the tr- the, the true story of the three little pigs. Two of my oh, favorite I do love books. the true story of the three little pigs. Liz. That's so funny. That was a great book. Oh, and it's right here. You know what? Let me just go ahead and add to cart. Now, yeah. what is this? I don't know The Stinky Get Cheese Man. Get your nephew that one. I mean, this, I'm pretty sure it's written by the same person. Um... Stinky Cheese Man wasn't my fave. Three oh, it is were. written by the same person. Well, listen, if he wrote the true story of the Three Little Pigs, then I will try the Stinky Cheese. I think the Stinky Cheese is like a bunch of different little stories, but the yeah. real story... Like, I remember being a kid and having that book and being like, I knew there was more to this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yes! I was, I was like, like this explains it. it. Nobody just blows <laughs> down three fucking houses for nothing. That book was so good. I remember being changed after I read that. Like, this Turns is out he just wanted to make his literature. grandmama a cake. <laughs> and they was talking shit. Like, he didn't even intend oh, to do that. Oh, man. Wow. Well, shout out to this man. I forgot all about that book. Um. So, 
Whew. All right, where did it begin? First of all, oh, no. uh, there are reports or rumors that Jordan Peele might be producing and possibly directing a remake or reboot of Candyman. Um, it just makes sense, even if it's not true. I could see how niggas would have came up with this uh, rumor. After Get Out, Candyman, if you did not know, is a horror movie starring Tony oh, Todd, who still creeps me the fuck out. Um, and he plays a murderer, but oh, like okay. a ghost murderer. Like he was a son of a slave and then they <laughs> killed him because racist. Right. And then you say his name five times in front of the mirror or something and he comes and kills your ass. I didn't really want, I have seen small portions of this film because okay. I had the older cousins and uncles mm-hmm. that thought it fun to um, to basically make Candyman the boogeyman of my life. Yes. Okay. Um, and I not only this. in their version, he killed you if you said his name five times, but he also killed you if you were up, up after 12. <laughs> Which Damn. basically meant go to bed. Right. <laughs> See, some things in hindsight, you'd be like, adults just said that, like, so we would go the fuck to sleep. What, exactly. Because <laughs> that don't make no damn sense. <laughs> like, what? When you really think about it, but as a child, you're easily influenced yeah. by the adults I didn't want to die. You. I mean, I never saw Candyman because I have been scary all my life. Right. Um, but I did have one uncle who was kind of worldly and... <laughs> And so even though my mama had very strict rules, like we couldn't watch nothing that was PG-13 until we were 13. Mm. She was like that. That's reasonable. Is it? Because, I mean, when everybody else is seeing the... Anyway. Yeah. The point is that my uncle exposed us to all that type of shit, like Easy e and gremlins and chucky and all that shit everybody that has that no, uncle right everybody yeah. let us have a sip of beer that mm-hmm. uncle yeah so, definitely yes so i just felt like i i got a lot of that context with mm. scary movies and stuff and i knew even from Ch- when everybody else was laughing at chucky and i like was pissing myself i was like yeah i'm not watching whatever candy man is yeah they scarred me with chucky for life yeah that's not for me <laughs> like, i was like so you mean this sweet little doll <laughs> And that was a really disgusting part, too. It was like, I remember my uncle being like, come and see this new toy. I'm a, a baby. I love toys. Right. Like, what? yes. <laughs> Where? To. Immediately. And it was right in a scene. This was like at home, obviously, see? too. So Chucky was out. And so the niggas like knew the part to call you. <laughs> and so it was yes! like when he was I still did. in toy form. And oh I was like, God. Mm, little white toy, not really for me. It's also too large. No, <laughs> but thanks. And then it was like. Rawr. Here comes the knife. Toy, right, with a butcher knife. I was fucked for the rest. Yeah. The rest yeah, of ever. Same. I have a very, very similar story. But my mama cussed him out, so I felt a little bit vindicated because how dare you? I mean, yeah, if I have nightmares, my mama's going to come back and yell, like, why would you let my child look at that? Or why would you call my baby in here to look at that shit? So, well, you know how she is. When she comes and wakes me up in the middle of the night. Guess who we'll be calling together? Uncle Claude. Yeah. <laughs> Let's call him. Because you got me Cause. fucked up. <laughs> well, well, Jordan Peele. I mean, good luck. I won't be watching the remake either. I'm sure it'll be scary. So no thank I'm you. sure it'll be far scarier than the one that came out in the 80s or 90s or whenever it came out. I actually really want to watch Get Out again, but I cannot because it legitimately scared me. I mean, that was terrifying. So I just can't do it. <laughs> that was terrifying for reasons beyond visual horror yeah like the concept it was, just was really so, scary it, right and just 
being around white people, it just makes you like, oh shit, I'm like, oh, it's real. Like the threat is right there. It's next door. I don't know. I don't know. I know like adults no, who say, I won't be it. I won't oh, be there. when you watch it as an adult, it's not scarier. And then I also know a good portion that are like, they're lying to you. It's still scary as fuck. What are they talking about? I feel like you have a way higher tolerance than I do. Oh, I do like scary movies, but there's some shit I just don't fuck with. Gotcha. I won't watch any old horror movie, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but I mean, it, it does he kill mostly white people? I know it's based in Chicago. So does he like kill niggas or does he kill like oh, a lot no. of white people? <laughs> I don't because I don't know if you're going to get black people to see it if he kills a bunch of black people. Especially today. <laughs> right. Like, we got enough of that. Mm, I don't know. You guys tell me. What did you think of Kane's Man? Because I just refuse. Even in the Final Destination movies, Tony Todd scared me. And I loved those films. Well, I only watched the and... first Final Destination, I think. You watched it? Right. Believe... Like, all of it? Yeah. I think because I was on, like, a band trip and they was playing it on the bus. I loved the concept of that movie, so I just had to see the first one. Great. Kyle was in the second one from Living Single. That one was the best one. Oh, okay. The third one was, like, okay, and then it went to shit. Mm, all right. I'm sure they're going to reboot that by the end of next year. You'll hear an announcement. I mean, I scare real easy, so I'm just real careful about what I go see. Yeah. So. You'd be scared, like, when I would play video games in my house and, like, yes. shoot an enemy. <laughs> and you'd be like, bitch, you don't have nightmares? I'm like... <laughs> I would be like, well, it's time for me to go. Y'all finna play that fighting game where people slice each other. Oh, well, that's genuinely Down the middle. <laughs> like, I can't look at that shit. Y'all play some terribly graphic video games. That is genuinely a I like suspenseful game. kind of scary. Like thrillers. Like the bad seed I really love. Girl, shut. I don't want to see graphic violence. Seed. I don't want to see niggas getting stabbed. I don't want to see blood. Yeah, if you're going to kill somebody... Is the bad I... seed like the last movie that you watched that wasn't <laughs> scary? Like, like... No, I just saw uh, a commercial for one of the remakes, and so I, that's why it's on my mind. They're remaking the bad seed. But I love the original, and I love the Macaulay Culkin one. Wait, the Macaulay Culkin's one? That's not the original? No, there's a very old one that's in black and white. That bitch diabolical. Oh, you got to watch that one. That bitch is a cold-blooded killer. You need to look at that one. That is the motherfucking MVP right there. Oh, I love that scary. kind of scary. Yeah. I do not like like seeing people's guts. No thanks. But see, like some of the scariest movies I've ever seen aren't like incredibly gory. I'm I am more impressed with scary movies when the they scare you without the murders or the deaths or just like Mm -hmm. making you jump right my right and my thing is those images will stay with me and i will have nightmares that's why i stay away from the gory ones i mean i will just picture that happening to me right and wake up six times during the night like one of my favorite scary movies is the strangers the first one and what is what's is it liz tyler Aerosmith star? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Live. Live. Yeah. I think Liv you're Tyler. right. Live. Yeah. Um, she there's like a scene where she's in the house by herself and her white husband goes to in- investigate the noise because of course that's why white right. people do. Right. And she's like in the kitchen and you just it's dead quiet and you just see one of the mass killers like step out right behind her, like in the back. That's one of the like dopest frames I've seen probably in the last decade or whenever the fuck that shit came out. Because it wasn't like, rah, here I am, bitch. Right. It was just like she's standing there and it's like, oh fuck, wait, the nigga's actually in the house. Right. Like chilling. Those, that kind of right. stuff I like. Yes, me too. Exactly same. 
Um, well, Jordan, good luck with that. You know, mm-hmm, I could see mm-hmm. it being true. I more than likely will not go to see this. Yeah, no. I really like to get out, but I will also likely never see that again. Um, I will, however, buy a ticket. Yes. I'm good for that. And that's it. <laughs> um, what else do we have here? Oh, uh, Nas wrote a seven-page Instagram thesis about uh, <sighs> Khalees putting him on blast. I'm not going to read all of it because I really don't feel like it. Is this like notes app or is this a caption? This looks like a caption. It looks like okay a bunch of Instagram captions. Okay. All right, because it's set you. on each okay it's like split into parts part one part two part three part four i don't know if he posted all of this on instagram but Jesus. in front of each one it says his name in bold which leads me to believe that this is an instagram page okay um either way he discusses Khalees. um i will just give you a <coughs> summary a paraphrased summary great of how it goes. Basically what he was saying was, why is it so difficult for me to see my son? Um, you're evil and vindictive. Uh, okay. Uh, Let's see here. You just want money from me. Uh, <sighs> what more is it going to take? You tell my son bad things about me. Wow. Uh, I only married you because I was very weak at the time and my mama died and I should have known by your song. I hate you so much right now that I shouldn't have done it, but you were really pretty. Um, You're remarried. And so why do I still have to deal with your fuckery? And throughout most of this, I'm like looking for the part where he says I didn't beat you up. Like, that's just what I'm waiting for, because the rest of the stuff is none of my business. I really don't care. I'm scrolling through it right now looking for the same thing. Um, It's towards the end. He does at one point say um, in part six, (laughs) everything. (laughs) Oh, my God. He really did. Why wasn't that six different Instagram posts? My God. Everything with her as a plot and a scheme has no merit, no foundation. I didn't want to speak up because I have a real respect for our women and definitely my son. I do not beat women. I did not beat up my ex-wife. Stop. You got beat up in court. How much money do you want? So, I mean, that's the part that I was looking for. He claims he never beat her up and that she's lying and making things up and he just wants to see his his son and he doesn't understand why she's making it so difficult. You know, if you... Really want to see your son and she's preventing you from doing that. Then I hope that you guys can figure things out so that this child can have a healthy relationship with both his parents. The rest of your, you know, story about her being fine, but you shouldn't have married her or, you know, you were abusive to each other. And she was very, very mean to you and said very nice, very not nice things. And she was mean to everybody. You were friends with like all that stuff. I don't give a fuck about like mm-hmm. y'all haven't been married in so long. And I really didn't care about them as a couple when they were married. Like I like both of them as artists, mm-hmm. but I just wasn't like, Oh my God, nice and clean. It's kind right. of like, no, like I never I wasn't moved by the whole I felt like that was more regional. So most of this just sounds like typical ex-spouse stuff, you know? Um, you putting hands... And even, like, this is the thing, right? And this is why I lean more into believing what Khalees is saying. Because when she spoke about what he's mad about... Keep in mind, though, he is... He claims that the reason that he did all of this writing was because someone from Essence maybe contacted him and uh, said that they 
did an interview with Khalees, or I guess they're getting ready to print another thing with Khalees where she mm. talks about him negatively again. So he's just so sick of it. Offering him the chance to respond. I don't know. He didn't say that. He okay. literally just said at the very beginning, today I got a call from Essence about my ex-wife doing another sad, fictitious story. Lord. Okay. So that seems to be what set him over the edge. But when she did that first interview, like she didn't, it didn't come off as like, fuck this nigga, he beat me up, he's a scum of the earth, and I hate him so much. Like, she was very much like, um, we were both very abusive to each other. He put hands on me, I put hands on his motherfucking ass. Yeah, she did um, And, you know, we were just not good for each other. And he was drunk mm-hmm. all of the time. And et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So it didn't really seem to me like she was just <clears throat> playing the victim and blaming him for everything. Mm-hmm. It seemed like she was talking about the the ways in which their relationship was truly toxic and the yes. things that he did to her, but the things that they also did to one another. Right. Like, both of you probably came into this relationship with your own shit that you really needed to deal with. And you just, that, that, two people coming together in an unhealthy way and then having that manifest in a relationship, it makes sense that y'all would take things out on each other and like treat each other that way. If both of y'all had shit you need to deal with, Khalees talking about he was drunk the whole damn time. Like anybody who has to get drunk every day and act like they can't live without it has an issue with alcohol. Now maybe you don't want to acknowledge that, but that don't make it any less real. And even now, Khalees is just like, Girl, okay. <laughs> I am just so happy to be out of a shitty situation. Like, I'm just so in love and I'm just so happy to be out of that. And I hope everybody who is in abusive, terrible situations can get out. Like, I'm just inclined to believe her because of the details that she's providing and because of the way she's responding to all of this shit. Like, this nigga used six different Instagram, <laughs> lengthy Instagram comments. If you have not seen them, you were not lying. They are paragraphs. Like Instagram <laughs> was like, no more. <laughs> right. And he had to just take a new, <laughs> all right, new post then. <laughs> like, God damn it. So you bring up a good point. Like, why not then just speak to Essence and be like, okay, girl, well, you can print my shit too. Like, why not do that? Uh, right? Why not do that? I don't know. Because you would think that, especially if Essence reached out before this went to print, that it would be like, of course, whatever response he has, they'll print it along with it. Because most times you'll see like, oh, we reached out to such and such for comment Mm -hmm. and they didn't respond or we're waiting to hear back or whatever. Like, So I'm assuming they contacted you because they wanted to get a response from you. And maybe he gave them one before he did all of this. Like, I don't know. It's possible. But we'll see, I guess. It's just unfortunate, especially because it's none of one of those situations where you care about these niggas or not that, like, a kid is... Although, how old is their son? I don't even know. Googling. Because that nigga must be, like, getting yeah. ready to go to college. When did y'all, you know, create a baby? Y'all haven't been together Oh, my God. Years. Am I that old? That baby can't be that old. No way. Personal life. This baby... Was born in 2009. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. So we're not oh. that old. You. Not. <laughs> He's nine years old. My God. Okay. I thought that this nigga was like about to be a freshman. Well, I'm college. like, I know I'm not that old. <laughs> okay. Ooh, they got Jesus. divorced in 2010. It really hasn't been that long. Oh, well. Uh, eight years is. I mean, well, yeah, but yeah. I thought it was like much oh, yeah, longer. Yeah. Oh, okay. That. I see. Anyways, well. This is am- I mean, like, everything he says that she did is like. 
not even that I don't believe you, but that Khalees was very open in that she said she exactly hit you too, and that y'all were toxic to right. each other. Like this was a bad situation. Almost like Bobby and Whitney. Like, I don't want to say, I don't know, obviously, but just like two people who maybe have their own shit or their own demons and then they get together and their toxicity just intermingles with each other and creates this fucked up ass environment. Like, I just. You're exactly right. I just. Like, I dumped out that Khalees has been difficult or not so nice or whatever in the relationship, but that's mm -hmm. because she admitted that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, she said all that. There's something to owning to it, whereas Nas is just like. Well, I was unfaithful. You did all this and then in the very end, uh, but I, I never hit you. Like, you spent literally two sentences out of this whole fucking dissertation on the most serious allegations and he never really said he didn't hit her he said he didn't beat her up <sighs> see and 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 that's why i completely understand police being like you know what girl <laughs> okay. god is love <laughs> everything is love my life is beautiful and i'm gonna continue in my path thank god i found the good and goodbye if you're being unreasonable about letting <laughs> this it. child see his daddy, then that's an issue. You know what I'm saying? But that is what the courts are for. That's exactly what they're for. Like, I don't even, whenever fathers complain about not being able to see their sons, I'd be like, okay, so petition the court for joint custody. What, what, what's happening? I mean, but he mentions doing that, but I don't know what happened to what's that. What's the court ordered child support? If you want more time with your son and she is not willing to just automatically do it, then go to the courts and get it done. John, I, I don't want to hear that. Kids. I don't want to hear it. Like, yes. And I am thankful every day. In a perfect world, y'all would be able to co-parent in a healthy way with the best interest of the child at heart. But if y'all are not able to do that, then go to fucking court. I don't want to hear this. She don't let me see my child shit. But he claims that she got beat up in the courts and that he got or he was awarded joint custody or some shit like that. And it's like, okay, well, then. So then what's what's the issue? I don't. I really I genuinely don't understand. (laughs) Like not for nothing. I don't because I've never been through this. I know that this is a common thing I hear all the time about these daddies with money or without money who are like, I just want to see my kid and I can't and I'm in the court and whatever. So I really don't know the logistics to how all of that works if she really is keeping you away from your court and i mean away from your court if she's really keeping you away from your kid and the court is telling her otherwise then Khaleesis get it the fuck together but like I don't, you can tell on her if she's not letting you see your son as much as you're allowed to you know that right like that's a violation of a court issued document an order <laughs> that she must yeah. follow it's literally an order. Like, you must, nigga. So, if that's the case, then you can just snitch. And she will get in trouble. Like, I don't... This don't... It's not adding up. And I can understand when you aren't rich that you are not quick to run to the courts because, obviously, there are fees involved with that. Especially Oof. if you start talking about attorneys and all that. Like, it's expensive either way. I get that. But Nas is a millionaire. So, I don't get that. Nope. Sure don't. So... Well, you know, hopefully everything just works out for the best and, you know, easily. And he says that he still uh, respects and has love for her as the mother of his child. So let's hope that respect is on both sides Mm -hmm. and that you girls can leave one another alone to be happy and positive. And that night, that's night with a K. Okay, right, right. Not night like... The M-9. time of day. Yes. Yeah. And the night K 
can be co-parented healthily and happily. Mm-hmm. But either way, I know Knight is eating good because his mama cooks it down. Well, true. I mean, that's she does. Just... And her home is beautiful. I saw some video where she did like a little tour of her house. Like, yeah, like, Nas bought it. It's gorgeous. <laughs> well, the way it is decorated, her style, her weirdo black girl aesthetic. I just love it so much. That reminds me. I really want to go to Erica Badu's house. Man, let me tell you. Problematica favorita. When she... Love her so much. <laughs> Love her so much. All right. Um. So after a highly publicized and dramatic feud between Drake and Meek Mill, the two rappers have finally put their differences behind them. And they came together during Drake's tour stop in Boston, I believe, Facts. recently. I think, well, yeah, I think so. Um, Drake posted photos together, photos of them together. The caption that says, this really gave me peace of mind tonight, healing and moving forward, created one of the most electric and gratifying moments of my career. Mm, I'm, I'm happy that you are home and that we could find our way back to our joint purpose Cue the Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart, cue the Kevin Garnett, anything is possible. At, I don't understand what that is. I don't do sports. I don't even know who Kevin Garnett plays for. Um, Kevin Garnett is the nigga I always confuse with Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is the one you hate, right? Okay. Wow. I mean. That's the one you hate. Yes. Okay. But Kevin Garnett is certainly not still playing. I'm trying to think of who it was. Was it the Celtics? Kevin Durant. Kevin Once Garnett. played for a team that has something to do with wolves. Yes, the Timberwolves. He was drafted by the t- Timberwolves. I am basically a correspondent. Oh, and he took them to eight playoff appearances. I'm really not into the NBA. Well, sp- <sighs> we're not anymore, talking. About, we're or? not talking about it. I'm not watching the NFL at all this season. Oh, for good reason. Um, but the NBA, the it's just harder for me to get into the. Oh, but he did play for the Celtics. Okay. Anyway, sorry. We're going off topic again. Oh. As always. So, Celtics, Boston, Kevin. Well, I mean, I think this video clip that he's referencing, probably a lot of people have seen it, but I don't know it off the top Uh, of my head. I don't know about straight things. It's okay. (laughs) I appreciate it. Look how hard you tried. Meek Mill's caption just says, Meek Mill and Champagne Poppy, we both happy as shit. Nice. Such the like <laughs> top and bottom narrative. <laughs> I like how you went and found the homosexuality real quick. And then they went and played ping pong together. So good for them. I really do like it. You know, niggas getting past their issues. <laughs> One yes. nigga had to get locked up for going to realize life is short. This is silly. So Great. I enjoyed, you know, we all enjoyed the back-to-back era, but nigga, it's over and we're moving on. This nigga has a scorpion ping pong table. Of, of course, course he does. does. Right? I'm he surprised does. it don't have that OVO owl on it. it. Probably is on the other side. I can't really see. <laughs> he probably does have an owl and just not in that room. Yeah, just not in that one. One of his <laughs> other homes or whatever. Uh, Man. Well, good for y'all. Yeah. And Drake also uh, began to follow Chris Brown after Chris followed him. You know, they got to busting it at the club one time over Rihanna's oh, pussy. Right, right, and, you right. You know, have seemingly hated one another since. Wow, bow down. But, you know, here they are being <laughs> friends on social media, which is the realest, truest definition <laughs> of your life. Isn't that sad? Yeah. And the way you feel about things. Well, 
you know what? I'm just glad to see growth from both of them. I believe Chris Brown is still not like in trouble. He just ruined it. Yeah. Just saying, like we got to pray. Haven't had to say anything about him in a long time, so very proud. Every like the few. God, he's going to fuck up. I just know it because we always do this. No, we said this the last time and he didn't fuck up. Well, so the last few stories I've seen involving Chris Brown has been Chris Brown minding his own business Good. and somebody else doing some dumb to Chris Brown. Okay. And Chris Brown reacting in a mature way. Or not reacting at all. Even better. Even that usually best. is the mature way. Please. To not react at all. <laughs> please, sir. May I have some more? <laughs> So, good job. Oh, I'm proud of all these men. Look at these men showing growth. Good for y'all. Yes. You know, keeping Yay. your durags together. And See? On the <laughs> other side of things. <laughs> oh, no. The other side of the spectrum. Um, well, first, let's uh, pull over and discuss Mary J. Blige and Faith Evans and how y'all really ran with that. Like, the nigga who made uh, this. So there was this rumor that Mary J. Blige and Faith Evans were fighting at a Puff Daddy party, which. Yes, I heard that. Like. Sounds fake, honestly. But the person who made it up was like the moment I saw it was when I believe the ebb for Prez on Twitter when that person retweeted it from someone else and said it was a joke. Like somebody retweeted his tweet mm. admitting that and, it wasn't serious. Oh and for the remainder of the day, I still saw headlines talking about this. I was like, but nigga, I did too. But like, come on, y'all. Like, did anybody look? <laughs> Or did y'all just take a couple screenshots and ran to hit publish? Because it just doesn't make sense. First of all, we're coming together around Mary J. Blige if you put hands on her. But I really don't <laughs> feel like Mary J. Like I feel like Mary J. Blige has ascended yes, into a place. Past all that. And an honesty mm-hmm. and a, a knowing thine self to not really just be, you know, Busting heads in at somebody's barbecue. Right. Like you, if, if this were true, I would have to be like, "What the fuck <laughs> did they do to my marriage?" You know what I'm saying? It just doesn't. Right, because it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't seem like her, and it really doesn't seem like Faith either. Like, yeah, I'm why thinking, would either one of them? Faith would probably be too busy fighting Stevie J to be fighting right. Mary. See, if you hear if somebody texts you, Cardi and Nicki Minaj got in a fight, you like, oh, sorry, come in. Yeah, but Faith and Mary, <laughs> Mary, no, like, no, okay, no. So I felt immediately that that was probably not it. And people were just running with jokes uh, that were being made in the aftermath of this past weekend's, you know, negativities. Speaking of which. Mm-hmm. It has been a time. Are oh you ready? Would you, do you need to stretch first? I'm just so tired. Immediately. I just got exhausted. Like... <laughs> we're just starting so i'm assuming that if you have not heard about this you just woke up out of a coma welcome back um so Nicki minaj and cardi b got into a i mean i guess it can still be classified as an altercation Mm -hmm. at a harper's bazaar party during new york fashion week cardi b claims that uh, Miss Nicholas was liking tweets that were judging Cardi and her baby and her mothering abilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Nicki Minaj claims that is false. But let me just pull up the tweet in question so I can read it. Okay. 
Um, oh my god, that knot. <sighs> Iconic. That just made me so. Iconic. Where is it? Fuck. Okay, so I just it was like somebody basically retweeted. Um, well, she somebody retweeted someone who was talking about Cardi B working with Kodak Black or whatever her relationship with Kodak Black and Kodak Black mm. being, you know, an abuser. Right. Uh, was like, oh, how could she work with a Kodak Black? It just shows how she feels about, or just shows the type of mother <laughs> she is or something like that. Right. Basically criticizing her mothering skills because of an affiliation with Kodak Black. Right. And that is the tweet that Nicki Minaj allegedly liked and then unliked. I saw the screenshot. Okay, so you know exactly what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, yeah. All I right. do. I thought you were giving that to the audience. Yeah, no, I was looking for it. I thought it was on this page, and it is not, and I'm not going to run through. Well, no, I would not do that either. But I avenues. definitely know what you're talking about. So, <clears throat> and they bumped into each other at this event. Cardi B <laughs> in her red it. gown tried to bum rush Nikki for a fight. Of course, Nikki had basically all of the gods of Mount Olympus surrounding her, so that yes, won't go happen. Of so, of course, Cardi B, being a crafty chick from the Bronx, you know, did what she could to make it work, which was to remove her shoes mm-hmm. and fling them. Right. Fling them across the room at Nicki Minaj's head. No word if any of the shoes made contact. I'm assuming none of them did. I, I mean, she had a whole army of niggas around her. I so, really doubt it. Apologies to whoever ate that shoe. Uh, but Maybe the same nigga who put that knot on her head. I hope so. Maybe he got hit by the shoe and was like, bitch. First I of all, know. who knows? Let's pull over. Okay. Y'all had a lot of fucking nerve talking about Raleigh put hands. Like, was Rashid Ali even there? Oh, yes. She definitely was. And so I feel like in the clips I saw, I, I can't call it exactly what Ra Ali was trying to do. I don't know if she thought she was going to be hitting Cardi. I never saw that happen. But I definitely saw her take off, like, running in that direction. She was one of the ones talking shit. You didn't hear her? I did not see or hear her the entire time. Uh, well, y'all gonna have to point again. Out for me. The uh, the lighting in this video is like really bad. So yeah, like all of them. The person that people were saying was Riley is the one that I'm talking about, but I can't tell you that I looked at it and I could be like, oh yeah, I know her, because I don't even think I know what Riley looked like on a good day in in sunlight. I know that I saw a girl who I thought was her in the clip at first, but then I realized it wasn't her because she was with Cardi. So I don't know who oh, or where. So maybe not then. I did not see Rashida Ali in any of the fucking videos I, that I saw. Okay. But what I will say is whether she was there or not, you were never going to get me to believe that she put hands or created that knot on Cardi B's oh, motherfucking yeah, no. I never even heard that rumor. To, like, and it was Ra- the first thing that came out. It was that she tried to go, Cardi tried to go fight Nikki and Ra Ali jumped her oh, and fought wow. her for her. I was like, girl, I, I don't that. believe that <laughs> Ra Ali could beat eggs, much less somebody's ass. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Not when she stood at fucking Black Ink on Malcolm X Boulevard and had Sky tagging that ass. Not when she went to that puffy oh, party oh, and uh-oh. pretended that she was going to hug Sky only to then try and attack her and still didn't beat her ass. Uh-oh. You are never going to get me to believe that girl beat up anybody. Okay. Yeah, well, so that was right. strange. Okay. I don't know why y'all did it. I'm just saying. Like, yeah. you know what? 
I mean, facts are facts, America. I don't have any evidence that Ra can fight. I don't understand so. why Ra would volunteer herself if she can't fight to go fight somebody who so clearly can. Like, I don't believe Cardi can fight either, to be honest oh, with you. Oh, I absolutely think that bitch can fight. I think had she... I, had security not been what it was, I think Cardi B absolutely would have molly whopped the shit out of. Well, Nicki I do Minaj. believe that she would have beat Nicki Minaj up, but I don't. I, I feel like Nicki's at the bottom when it comes to fighting. If we're talking about all three of these girls, yeah, no, I don't believe that Nicki Minaj could beat anybody up either. Oh well, damn. You know, so who but can fight? I'm if that were to if it were look, if it were the two of them. My money would have been on Cardi. Oh, absolutely. But I feel like there were several other people who probably would have given it to Cardi's ass. Like, I don't feel like she has hands like that. That's just my opinion. I don't mm. know. I could be wrong. The thing is, I've never genuinely seen any of these women fight. So you can't really, except, except for uh, Ra. So I don't. Mm. That's true. I can't really say. I'm just, I can only go with my gut. You know but, what? I think Cardi's energy is what has me convinced. But anybody can do that. Lots of people loud and get beat up all the time. I mean, anybody can, but you know what? It don't matter. And that's because real embarrassing. When somebody's is, like mad I, loud and run up and then they lose. I cannot like, Oof. I cannot really stick up for Cardi B because it's only so much that I can be on her side. And I feel the same way about Nikki. Right. So it's just like. I mean, at a certain point, I'm just like, you know what? It don't even matter because both of these bitches are like problematic as shit in a bunch of different ways. And yeah. however you want to feel about it is fine. We're all entitled to that. I still personally enjoy music from the both of them. But because you're like a free thinking human being. Right. Sense. But I that does not mean that I am a barb or <laughs> I'm neither of those. A carb. <laughs> I am not them carbs. What are they? What do they call themselves? What I think Barty Gang. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I'm not that I either. Think? I don't know. <laughs> no, absolutely not. It's I really ignore not. a lot of those new hive names. I mean, there is always that. So I don't feel strongly about either one of these bitches. Uh, but <laughs> I felt like when Cardi said, I talked to her twice. Yeah. And she did. We have photographic we, we have evidence seen, of them. And even at the Met Gala, her face looked like if she wasn't pregnant, it would be a different situation. <laughs> so when the fact that she had that baby, what, three weeks ago, maybe four weeks ago? I don't even remember when she had COVID. Yeah, it was a, couple a little months, while. I don't know. It, maybe a month. Maybe. I don't know. But regardless, I had a feeling, you know, once that uterus was free, she was going to be free as well. And, and she has been. Not wasted any time. Just stopping in front of everybody. Checking names off of her list. So, like, let's just be Beatrix Kiddo, <laughs> and let's just cross off these names as they come. Yeah. Okay, so Nicki Minaj went on her radio show, and look. <laughs> oh, I love Queen Radio. I just long oh may God. it live. I can like literally feel the brain cells explode in my head. <laughs> Every second that goes by. <laughs> so I didn't even listen to all of it. I listened to a bunch of clips. Mm -hmm. So I have the gist of what was said. I read many transcripts, but I was certainly not going. Don't nobody want to hear all that fucking caterwauling and flamethrowers and firecrackers and all that dumb shit. I'm sorry. I'm I didn't good. listen to all of it because the only music she plays is Queen. So ugh. <laughs> it's only so much of that I can tolerate. Well, she went on there and said many of the things, uh, including that she was mortified because, 
you know, the upper echelon was there. And I will pull over for that in just a moment. She also said that um, if you put your hands on certain people, you're going to die. And that she's not a bitch from the strip club or a reality show and that her money is very long. Which mm-hmm. to me implies that if you would have put hands on me, I would have just had somebody try to kill you. Which is like, bitch, John Witherspoon did not give that fucking speech at the end of Friday for you to be talking <laughs> shit like this. Okay, right. first of all. But again, I'll get right back to her. <sighs> um, She also said that she's built, Cardi has built her entire career off of sympathy and payola. Yes, she did say that. Which... If I were Cardi B, I would be selling Sympathy and Paola bumper stickers, hoodies, <laughs> caps, Letterman jackets. You I would see? be selling Sympathy and Paola yes. merch. Um, it's right there. What else did she Oh, she called up a girl that um, Cardi B oh said God. something about her baby or her, her child that died. Yeah. Um, she pulled out the whole roaches and what did she call black girls or dark skinned people? Said I think it was roaches, roaches and something else. Monkeys. Oh, well, roaches, she screamed. Yeah. She lives for roaches and said <laughs> it's a New York thing. Um, huh. And really, the way she talks about Cardi is as if Cardi is not black. And I don't understand it. I don't. <gasps> when she was like, you came into my fucking culture. I'm like, wait, but Cardi's a black girl from the Bronx? What? <sighs> Like, just because she has said things that fall underneath the category of classes, not classism, colorism, doesn't yeah. make her less... She's still black as hell. What? We've all seen, like, her... You both Trini. Natural ass hair and everything, right? Like, we've seen that black ass girl. Her I just culture? don't... Get, that I did not understand. That really puzzled me. And on top of that, hip-hop was, like, Jamaicans and Puerto Ricans, I believe. Like, the... Latinx and black community together are the reason that no, absolutely hip hop came to be what it is in this same city. So who's called bitch? What are you talking about? And just because you may not have the language for it or cannot admit that you are black doesn't mean that you are not black. Uh, It just means that you can't articulate it or you don't know it or you don't know how to say I'm uh, black, but I'm not black American. I'm black this. Or what? Like people just don't really yeah. talk like that. I think a lot. You're yeah. just like I'm Dominican. Like that's my race. And aren't taught to speak like it or understand right. how it works. Right. Honestly. So, so I mean, I get it, but it's just real tired at this point because those people are still black. So it's like I'm not arguing with you. So like, what you are share you- an island with Haiti. Like don't don't talk to me. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> don't talk to me. <laughs> I want to be. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, totally. <laughs> so all of that hollering and stuff happened and Cardi B. <laughs> oh, it was so good. Basically responded by posting uh, a video of pretty much the entire crowd at a recent On the Run 2 concert singing Bodak Yellow. Uh, nice. Also, she posted a list that says the... Most highest selling albums of 2018 mm-hmm. so far. And she's, what is it, number three on this list? Uh, right behind Drake and Post Malone. Oh, okay. Right nice. above Migos and the Black Panther soundtrack. Oh, okay. Well, you know, year's not over yet, but that's impressive. So, okay. So, three things. Three things. Three things that I feel about this. Okay. A. All y'all who were talking about 
Cardi B being super ghetto and how could she do this at Fashion Week? And oh my God, the white people are watching us. And oh my God, <laughs> just you just do not do that in gowns and at, you know, high fashion events. And oh my God, like many people have already pointed out the fact. First of all, most of y'all who are saying that have never been and never will go to a Fashion Week event, much less one for Harper's Bazaar. Past that, even if you have, then you really shouldn't be speaking because you should know full well that a good portion of the white people who are at those fashion shows are doing coke, passing out, throwing up. It is a scratching. whole ass mess. <laughs> like, what? What are you talking about? Nobody gives a fuck about the white folk at motherfucking Fashion Week, bitch. So I don't know what the fuck. Facts. These weird ass respectability politics that y'all have and you want to throw onto people that you full know are ghetto. Like, <laughs> what? Like, one of her, her first really popular song, she says, ran down on that bitch twice yeah. nigga she only ran up on you once so your eyes should be wide open she already told us how she is the reason she is famous is because she is ghetto yes. and likable and and means it she's ghetto for real stands up in her mm-hmm. hood yes. that's what it is so i don't even like fashion week fashion week could kiss the crux of my ass right. i don't give um naomi campbell herself has probably slapped more bitches in the mouth at fashion week than cardi ever would right i'm just fashion week does not impress me as a location sorry Furthermore, Nikki acted like they were with international royalty. <laughs> like, girl, you are not with the heads of state right now. <laughs> Nigga, this it's is not just, Prince. Like, it's rich people in overpriced clothes. What? I mean, and it's fun. Have fun, but it is what it is. Girl, bye. Like, what? You and Cardi were part of the upper echelon at this motherfucking party. <laughs> right. Y'all probably got more money on your own than most of the people in that bitch. What are you fucking talking <sighs> about? Nobody cares. Girl. No one cares. Furthermore, you say the wrong thing to the wrong person, and I'll slap you in your mouth at Oprah House. I really don't care. Like, it could be <laughs> any of the wares. Niggas fight at funerals. What are you talking about? Well, Nobody is pressed over Fashion Week. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So... That was one for me. Y'all got on my nerves with that. Now, Cardi. Oh, girl. Cardi, we've discussed this. <sighs> you need patience. You need patience. You need some discipline. And you have to understand now that you are not simply Cardi from the Bronx anymore. We've talked about this. I really have no faith in you at this point to firmly grasp it. Nope. <laughs> like Patrick Starr. I'm letting go. Firmly grasp it! Like, you just have to understand yeah. that you're that bitch now. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And you have things to lose. Yes. Okay, and I'm not talking about your bag or whatever it is that people will talk. Your business will not be affected by you slapping another rapper, throwing a shoe at another rapper. Tom Ford. This is very on brand. Tom Ford lipstick is sold out. Of course. The niggas still like the music. Yeah, niggas are still streaming the album. From what I've heard, the Barty Gang, you know, they they show up and they don't play. Well, stands are petty of all kinds. Well, that's true. So, um. More so because regular people like, you know, two pretty bartenders at a strip club will just sue you for raising your voice, Mm -hmm. perhaps, because people know that you have nice things now and they want to take those things from you because they either want them for themselves or they just don't want you to have them. So you have to stand up in the fact that that is just the truth and stop falling for the fuck shit. It's just not fucking worth it. And on top of that thing that really like the reason you really need to move past this it's because you never want to fall for trolling especially from one of your peers had i been cardi b now again i'm not a parent 
but I do understand the fire behind wanting to place hands on somebody <laughs> for questioning or judging or talking down on your child or your motherhood. Something that has anything to do with your child. Like, I get it. <laughs> right, I get it. But at the same time, you have to understand that, like, a lot of times when people are, are trolling you or antagonizing you, they're expecting, they're hoping, they're praying that you will be perturbed. So had you walked, in my opinion, mm-hmm. had Cardi walked into that building or wherever, however, and saw Nikki and been like, hey, sis, and like blew her a kiss and winked her eye and kept walking, <laughs> Onika would have been seething for the remainder of the night. Yep. She just don't want to see you happy. You know what I'm saying? Like, you are doing well. How dare you, you raggedy bitch from Love and Hip Hop who doesn't write her raps, come in here and be compared to Nicki Minaj. She just doesn't see it for you, sis. Right. So, like, you have to understand, like, I used to say fight shade with shade. Like, you have to meet them on that same petty level if you're going to respond at all. Like, making sympathy in payola shirts. (laughs) And, you know. I want one. Biker shorts. And perhaps a, a slide for the beach days, <laughs> things like that. Because she, Nikki, is really good at that shit. Like impressive. Okay, how great she is at trolling people or trolling oh, back. Absolutely, yes. Um, she is incredibly good. All this fighting shit is just dumb. Not because it's like, oh my goodness, how dare you fight someone? Like some people need to have a closed fist. <laughs> touch them in their fucking temple sometimes i'm not saying that nikki should have her ass beat what i'm saying is i understand that fights are a thing that happen because we're human beings and for you to act like that's not a thing is foolish yes we should you know we should have boundaries and we should have self-control and discipline and all of that stuff professionalism whatever right but people are still people are still people and this girl just got out of the fucking hood, the mm-hmm. six train or one or whichever one of them girls. <laughs> okay, so to be expecting her now to just be like, oh no, I'm for this time. She'd be ready to fight niggas who work at the fucking post office because they made a comment that she don't like. Mm-hmm. So you really thought that she wasn't going to be ready to fight Nicki Minaj over some shit? Like, right. excuse me? Nah. What Nicardi B needs is a, an extended vacation. <laughs> okay. Uh, a Capri Sun. <laughs> You know, oh. tropical breeze or some other sort of a flavor. That's and nice for everybody. You know, some meditation. I yeah. do also believe that she needs to leave that nigga alone. Well. I think that would probably relieve a lot of stress off her back. Mm-hmm. Um, and stand up in the fact that, girl, you're blessed. You know, it is what it is. People like you. You're doing well. Don't make it hard for yourself. Right. And a lot of what you just said, Nikki said on Queen Radio. Like, girl, you out here fighting behind a nigga that's cheating, that's dumb. I agree with her. Right, that's true. But we've been through that. And this shit, when she said, you know, you have to develop a a thicker skin. True, you do. Like, you are entire, it's too easy to agitate Cardi B. But it's also incredibly easy to agitate Nicki Minaj. That's true as well. So it was a little bit like, well, Nicki, you could also look in the mirror, girl. Mm, And it wouldn't hurt to grow the fuck up and stop antagonizing her. But we'll get to you in a minute. Mm. I'm talking to Cardisha right now. Bell. Belkalis, listen. I, you, I, I want to root for you so bad. You have a great story. You put out music that I mostly enjoy. You know, I like your personality, your interviews, your videos. Even your commercials are funny. Like I get the appeal of you. I think you're so cute and so fun. 
I think you have some ways that you really need to grow. Mm. Some of them keep me from like standing for you. Mm. Mm. Like the casual homophobia or transphobia or, mm. and I understand you learn and we all are. Yeah. So, you know, I'm extending, some, I'm extending some grace here. Yeah, of course. And some of it is shit that you really need to think about because it's going to affect your life. So like the urge to fight, <laughs> I understand it. Don't we all, haven't we all been there? Every single Especially one of a us. bitch that you've already approached twice. <laughs> I understand. However, I don't think in these thousand dollar gowns was necessarily the smartest idea. I understand your, your emotions took over and you didn't give a shit. But I would love to see y'all do something like, you know, set up a, a I don't know, an Instagram live and y'all just box, you know, somewhere in a ring somewhere. Like, I would love to see the two of them actually get a chance to fight because I do believe that Cardi is old. <laughs> like, and she's a mad. She's to tired. Get, right. I, she's tired. And, and you know what? The way Nikki talk about fighting and all this, I want to see her hands. Like, I want to see y'all go at it since I have y'all claim to, be, to beat bitches' asses. I want to see it. Never. I want to see it. I have never heard her explicitly talk about beatings. I mean, I think early in her career, she used to talk about like, oh, yeah, my hands used to be like real messed up because I was fighting bitches all the time. And I didn't believe it then. And I was a stan at the time. See, so, so I'm just saying I would love for that to happen. But the the bigger point is that you throwing that shoe at somebody could have hit at Nikki could have hit anybody. And then you stuck in a situation similar to the bartender one where you're going to be sued. <laughs> because <laughs> you caused harm to somebody in the uh, in a fit of rage, an understandable fit of rage, as far as I'm concerned, because I get new mothers and the way they feel about their babies, and then somebody like you who love to fight anyway, I understand it. But girl, like you have all these <laughs> things to lose now, like you have the money that people will sue you for and and take away from you. And if you hurt somebody bad enough, you can go to jail and really fuck your shit up. Like it's not about I don't really give a shit about your career or your money. Those are yours. I'm talking about like your ability to be there for your daughter because you got caught up behind some dumb shit. It's just not worth if it. If you're going to fight, let it be somebody who is worth it. And Nicki Minaj is just mad because you popping and she can't touch you where you are right now. That's it. She's in her feelings about it. And the barbs can scream all day, but the numbers are still there. And yes, Nikki's album just came out and we'll see and all that other shit. But we're not hearing no, nothing from Cardi being stressed about, you know, sales or anything. Nikki is the one with all that energy. Nikki's the one cussing out newborns (laughs) for taking her her number one away from her. So I just want Cardi to understand that it's not about like that bitch can't be worth it, girl. It's just it's just not. And the stand you have to understand that the way your stands are crazy, Nikki stands are crazy, and they're gonna go back and forth bringing shit to y'all all fucking day, and it's just not worth it. Take the high road with that bitch. It's just going to piss her off more. I totally agree. If Cardi all of a sudden is just like, oh, Anika. You know, right. kisses and then just breezes right on by. 
like she's going to be sick to her stomach. If she was to post like a, a shady thing about her on Instagram, me as Cardi, I would have liked it. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> when sometimes when you do that type of shit to people who are like intentionally fucking with you and expecting a negative reaction, when you right. give them like a a fake positive one right a lot of time they might you know act like they're cool because they want to save face but more often than not i with my own eyes and experience have seen niggas be confused as fuck like wait 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 what i thought what wait (laughs) why are we not arguing like so you know what i'm saying in in a situation like this one with nikki just like you said when you think about where this energy is coming from you just gotta be able to like you know what bitch you're just mad like you're you are mad. Mm-hmm. That is what it is. Yes. If you were like somebody that I actually knew or had beef with or whatever, or someone else who was just completely dissing me out of nowhere right. and talking about my fucking kids, then yeah. But knowing how mad you are and knowing that my career is going fine anyway, mm-hmm. why even look in your direction? Right. Like of all, and I, again, I want you to understand that I understand your rage. I just yeah. want you to understand what you really could lose. Because if you so mad that you just throwing shit like that, I mean, I live for the thought of somebody taking their shoes off and chucking their heels. That's but, you do, Tarzan, you. But girl, that's just not, like, anything could have happened. And I just don't want to see that for you. Like, especially behind somebody who is not worth that energy. I truly don't care anymore, to be honest with you. Like, both of them could go or stay at this point. I don't really care. I think rap as a whole is incredibly weird and boring at this point. But the thing that's really unfortunate about them is that they both make a lot of what is available in rap today interesting. Like, I care to actually hear their music, their features, see what they got on and stuff like that. And there aren't really many other rappers right now that I feel the same way about, much less like give a fuck about what they're talking about in their raps. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just dumb. Both of y'all are from New York. Both of y'all ratchet. Both of y'all like you grew up a few miles away from each other. You both training. You could have just had had this been <sighs> had their like relationship been handled differently from the beginning. They would still be in the same position that they're in right now because career wise, career wise, where they're at doesn't have anything to do with one or the other. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like Nikki uh, Cardi B's album didn't go fucking number one because we just all hate Nicki Minaj right Right. now. And her album didn't go number two because Cardi B's like, it's not, has nothing. So that's the thing that kind of blows me even more because it's like, girl, they're talking about whose bag is going to be fucked up or who's going to end whose career. Nobody is going to affect anybody's work in this situation. So why not leave each other the fuck alone? Although Cardi did say that behind the scenes, Nicki be trying to stop other girls from getting bags, which is something that everybody else has said as well. So let's talk about her. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, yes. Oh, and one more thing about Cardi B. Girl, fighting behind a nigga is even dumber than fighting Nicki Minaj. Again, but my nigga, like, facts, right? Like. But again, are we shocked? Why are we trying to treat (laughs) Cardi B like she's not a girl from the hood with girl from the hood tendencies? Because we don't want to see a black girl that we recognize in our friends and ourselves in some ways. We don't want to see her end up in jail or something stupid behind dumb shit. No, I totally agree. She really has shit to lose now. She really does. And I'm hoping that she, you know what I'm saying, will understand a lot of what's going on right now and she will act 
accordingly. If that nigga is putting you in positions where you feel like you got to go out and risk your freedom or Girl. risk other people's freedom Girl. or whatever over him putting his dick other places, go ahead. Absolutely not. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead and leave that nigga right now or commit to the fact that you are going to continuously be in some drama or some heartache or some frustration because, like, yes. it's been several of these situations already. Make an album about him and leave him and take your baby on tour. Right. Make the Bronx <laughs> It has been done before. Lemonade. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Make fucking Tahitian Tree. You think bitch is not ready for that? Yeah. They want Tahitian Tree. I want it right now. Make it right today. All right, Nicholas. Um, whoa. Where to begin? I don't even know. Man. I just, you know, the thing that's really difficult with me for this one, right, is because you, as the one with tenure. Yes. And, like, incredible skill. And, you know, hmm. all of these accolades. Right. Could have approach this whole thing completely differently. I think that you were mad at this bitch from the moment that people started actually taking her seriously as an artist. Trust us, girl. It came as a surprise to all of us all that us, Cardi oh. B all of a sudden came out of nowhere with a song that was good. Like, we were all shocked. We, but from the moment believe it. that Cardi B posted, this was forever ago, but when she posted that video, you remember she was like, it really sucks when people behind the scenes like try to crush your mic and stop your bag. And like, I used to think, oh my God, I wish I could do a song with oh, her. Yeah. I really wish I could work with her. I look up to her. And I respect her. And like when those people like fuck with you behind the scenes, it just really sucks. We all knew she was talking about Nicki Minaj. Right. We all did. You know, at that time. Furthermore, she's either the first, second, or third person to say that you do right. these things. So, kind of inclined to believe her. The same right. way I'm kind of inclined to believe that you liked and then unliked that tweet about Kodak Black or whatever and her yeah. motherhood. Especially because you just went in. Well, didn't really go in. But you just threw Lady Gaga in front of a fucking bus. Oh, when people were judging you or criticizing you for working with 6 9 Right. <laughs> Which just is like even more of where did you find the nerve to criticize Cardi like that's a thing both of you bitches <laughs> it wasn't I feel like, like to me it was less of like I'm <sighs> criticizing you for that and trying to like liking that tweet because it was like oh well you know this bitch did it too and y'all don't got nothing da, 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 right. da, da. because you know she is under this impression that everyone in the world hates her and we're all working our hardest to make sure that she no longer has a career but so the fine. thing is everybody gets talked it's like Nikki thinks she's not the only one who gets talked about you came on to this motherfucking radio show that you are strangely still doing <laughs> and did a whole bunch of thing about a whole bunch of shit about her that we already knew you know what I'm saying? Like, she got dragged and literally lost fans yeah. behind them roaches comments, as well as she the sure baby did. comment. We've you know what I'm saying? We've all heard this. There's not anything... Nikki talking about, we have screenshots. Nope, I really don't think anybody denies <laughs> no, that None of us needed real. them. Right. They have been on Tumblr. Like, <laughs> no one's shocked, you know? We so know Cardi is problematic. We know it. People are aware. We. So, what are you... We, what are we doing? Because we also know that you are problematic. It actually really frustrates me when she tries to do this whole, like, activist shit and talk about, like, oh race and gender and all of this other stuff. Because you do oh. it when it's convenient for you. That's honestly when I live the most. When she starts turning it into the struggle for all black women, I just be like, yes, Nikki, give me that bullshit. I need it. I, I just, love Queen Radio. Girl, you have been antagonizing this girl. You've been fucking with her. You've been fucking with her. I'm so tired of people, like, 
looking at black women and the way that they express themselves are in moments where they're upset or enraged, and especially when it is rightful. Mm-hmm. And being like, you're ghetto and you're a monster or you're, you know what I'm saying? You don't know how to act. You're just uh, an angry black bitch. And it's like, well, I feel like almost any human being would be incredibly angry in those situations. And when you're also a person like a Cardi B or a Serena Williams, who mm-hmm. is in a position that most of the people judging her will never be in. Right. It's also very strange to me to uh, govern how they should or should not behave or react to certain things. You know right. what I'm saying? Are you the best athlete in the fucking world? No. Are you someone who has been playing tennis to the best of their motherfucking ability pretty much in their entire motherfucking life and mm-hmm. this year alone have had to deal with all of the bullshit no. that tennis has been throwing at them? No. Absolutely not. Were you playing against Naomi Osaka? Did you have to deal with that fuck shit that was clearly fuck shit? No. So don't tell me who should or should not be breaking rackets or calling people names. Just don't do it because I am not trying to hear it. I will never know what it feels like to be Serena Williams ever in my life. But me as someone who has like, anyway. You're getting into a whole, right, no, I know. But we're not even, we're still talking about Nicki Minaj. I just find it very strange. (laughs) (laughs) I love that you just could not hold it back. It's just like how, like, it's not even just the the baby tweet or whatever. I'm sure that was just like the last part for her where she was like, as soon as I see this girl, it's curtains. Like that, yeah. like you know what I'm saying? Because even in her her iOS press release, she said, "I I ran up on you once. <laughs> I ran up on you twice. Both of those times, you were copping, please. And we took photographs together, and then you knew it was fake. Then I knew it was fake. Then and even after that." Cardi was doing interviews when she was pregnant and she's like, I think it's like the fans. Like, they do this whole thing where they yeah. make it a, a girl. And a lot of it really is that. Oh, it definitely is. But she could have been, been like, that bitch been fucking with me since day black ass one and I'm sick of her shit. Tell that bitch leave me alone. And she didn't. So, to do this whole, like, victimized, oh, I was so embarrassed and I was so mortified and just, how could she do this? And you don't behave like that. You went outside laughing, smiling, lifting up your legs so the photographers could see that you still had on both of your shoes. (laughs) You were so excited this happened because you knew that you could run to Apple Music Mm -hmm. and flame her, which is exactly what you wanted to happen. You did. You wouldn't have had none of that had she just not reacted to you. At all. But she would have ran with something else because of this entire Queen promo. She'd been talking about, I didn't have to strip to, to get this. I don't have to do that. You know what I'm saying? I write all of my raps. Bitches who don't write their raps and talk spicy. I'm so confused. Like, all of this stuff. You yeah. liken pictures of, of the ops when you don't even know them. So, <laughs> why are you acting shocked that when she saw oh, you, it was, it was pressure? I'm just so confused. Right. You've been fucking with this girl. Leave her the fuck alone. She was never really going to have an effect over uh, your career. We like her. People like her. The end. You have to get over it. You just do. Nikki is like, no, you can only like one, and that one is me. And crazy thing is like, remember? and her fans act the same way. Like you can't like nobody else. That is literally the reason for the landscape that we're looking at in terms of oh women in rap. God. That's exactly the fuck why. And when she was beefing with Lil Kim back in the Pink Friday days, oh, Kim yes. said on Breakfast Club, she wants to be the only girl out here. Mm. That's what it is. And we all looked at Kimberly Denise like, <laughs> oh girl, you just so bitter and angry, bitch. You just so mad, girl. Be nice to the bitch. Why are you so pressed? Mm. Now here we are, like five. <laughs> Brown said the tables turn. You know, like, huh. like, 
looks kind of valid in the light, actually. You hmm. could have embraced that girl from the very beginning and never been pressed. Were people going to compare the two of you? Yep. Of course. Because that is what happens to literally every woman in rap. It has happened long before you had a career. Yep. The only difference is many women from before you have continued to mind their own fucking business and leave that shit in the media or leave that shit to the fans and not act like for whatever reason because somebody else is like, Cardi B having a number one album does not make you less talented or ugly or fat or like, or all of these other things you seem to be concerned with. It doesn't mean that like all of a sudden now people think that you can't rap. Like, I don't, it's just so dumb. You could have left this girl alone from the very, very, very fucking beginning throughout all of the shit that people were talking about. And y'all will both still literally be in the position that you are in right now. I'm so fucking confused. And I just find like, I, I think that Nicki Minaj is under this impression that people are conspiring against her. I know that she is because she talks openly about it, you know, and it's not like payola. Payola? Nikki, Bodak Yellow was everywhere, girl. It is a good song. And niggas, it, they didn't let it die. <laughs> Bodak, I don't... Even before she was signed, that that um ran down on the bitch so- twice yeah. song. Like, if the bitch beef with me, we gonna be forever. Again, it has nothing to do with sympathy for what? Feel bad for what? The, the, the worst I feel is that she's with that nigga that is treating on her. I mean, right. And I really don't even have too much sympathy in, in, involving and that. And blaming other, right, because she's blaming other women instead of him from what I can see. So you're right. The sympathy Absolutely. is limited in that whole situation. So, I feel like she definitely needs to get her shit together. But Payola, like the reason she uh, is so big, and I've said this way before, like, it's surprising. I think it just caught a lot of people off guard that it was like, wait a minute, you mean this love a hip hop girl? Like, this is her? This is a bop. Like, right. most of us were so shocked that her mixtapes were good. Yeah. And then the album, like that Bodak. Thanks like, to Bitch Volume 2, that's when I first was like, oh, okay, I like this bitch. But that don't have nothing to do with the way I feel about Nicki Minaj. It's she, Nicki is like oh my God. a four-year-old who finds out her mama's pregnant. She's just like, what? A baby in my home to take my attention and my love away, I won't allow it. And when it comes, she don't get no nicer to it. And they have to start watching her because you never know if she going to try to turn the baby upside down in the crib or some shit. You got to look at her ass like, I didn't I tell you? Like, she's acting like a jealous child who cannot handle the fact that we like this other thing, too. It's not taking away if Nikki's album was stellar and every single track was just A1 and everybody was in love with it, that would have been the case regardless of what Cardi B is doing. Like, I just don't understand why Payola had to be brought into it. Like, that makes any sense. Like, she's talking like Cardi is worth more than she is. I don't, I just don't get it. It's just so strange to me and it has been for such a long time that you, like, just can't let the girl Let it be. go. Why can't you just let other people breathe? Really? Like, won't show up to award shows if certain people will win? Believe it. I do, too. I absolutely believe that. Won't do shit if other girls are going to be there. And she's not the only artist that does this, either. So I don't even know why anybody would have an issue with believing it. Cardi B is one of, like, eight people who didn't say the exact same thing about Nicki Minaj. And I believe all of them That's have not been even women. This, well... I mean, I guess the way I feel about that depends on what that person did to you. But most of this shit is petty and dumb. Most of it is. Right. And again, this was before Cardi B was really making the moves that she's been making in 
in rap right now or in music. Mm-hmm. So, girl, you've been had an issue with this girl because she has the nerve to be coming off of this reality show with making music that she don't write, that people still <laughs> like, and they're comparing them we to you. We still like it. <laughs> but we still like, sis, we know that she don't write, yeah. and we still like it. We do. We knew that she didn't write before that album came out, and we still made it number one. We know that she don't oh, write God. fucking music, and we still fan like I like, and yeah. what are you going to do about it besides continue to be pissed? It it doesn't it it just yeah. blows my mind, and it doesn't take anything away from you. And the quicker that you learn that, and your fans can swell that shit up and understand that as well, I feel like the better for everyone. Both of these women, to me, are behaving very like ungrateful, in my opinion, because you both have good music, you both rich as fuck. You know what I'm saying? You've both made it. Meanwhile, there are other women out here who are just as talented, if not more, who are still working their asses off for people to even listen to their fucking music. Right. That's true. So I would be totally okay if Cardi B and Nicki Minaj both magically disappeared for like a couple of months. Yeah. Like both of y'all need a timeout. And honestly, that period of time where Nicki was gone and wasn't on Instagram either, it was nice. I would not I miss mind. It. I mean, I guess, you know, you just put this album out, so you're probably not going to go nowhere, but uh, it would be nice. I will say, uh, you know, I've done a lot of, you know, publicly expressing my opinions about Nikki's role in this. So I've been agitating the barbs. It's been a lot of fun. (laughs) Um, So I'll keep this fairly brief. I just want to say that um, Nikki, like... (laughs) It's really, it's not that I feel like you are wrong necessarily in this situation to a certain degree. Just like I don't think Cardi is wrong to a certain degree. Like, if a bitch is really trying to fight me at an event where I'm like super dressed up and makeup is done and security is there, then depending on who that bitch is, I'm probably not going to fight either. Like, I'm not necessarily shaming Nikki for hiding behind security or whatever. Like I, that I is what it that. is, right? Shocked. Especially if it's somebody who you think can beat your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it's understandable. Like I'm not mad at you for that. I totally get it. I will say that I think you need to grow up. Like if you said you have been egging this girl on on the internet, mm-hmm. like provoking this whole situation to to where it got to this point. The fact that she came and talked to you twice and you still did this because you knew it got on her nerves. It's just like, girl, grow up. Really? Grow the fuck up. Who acts like that? It just doesn't make Regina sense. George. Like, bitch, what? Yeah. She did ask things y'all, she's Regina Now, George. both of y'all are grown, but you are 10 whole ass years older than her. Damn. <laughs> I'm sorry, I forgot. I'm just saying, like, when my little brother was a child and, like, we would get into arguments, my brother, who I am 13 years older than, by the way, mm-hmm. and I would go to my mom and be like, Adam did such and such. She would say, Adam <laughs> is three years old. <laughs> so whatever he did, <laughs> deal with it. Because he's three years old. <laughs> Nikki, Cardi is three years old. What are you doing? (laughs) You really had somebody call a girl to verify an Instagram comment? What? Are you, are you? She's three years old. Also, bringing postpartum depression into this was trash. Yeah, that was trash. (laughs) 
Postpartum depression is extremely serious. And she said somebody you, need to give her an intervention, girl. Look, again, sis, again, talk again, about yourself. She do- First of all, mind the, the plank in your eye. But, yes. But furthermore, postpartum depression is very real. It's very serious. From what I can tell, Cardi don't suffer from nothing but bird. She's yeah. just a bird. She's just a hood rat. And she loves to fight. Right. And she was like that. Before she was pregnant, before she had that baby, like this is just keeping in line it's with not... who she. I don't think it is postpartum, but if it, it, but if she does have postpartum, it's a serious affliction. It's not something to be joked about or to be made light of on your little radio show. Like she again, ain't got no motherfucking postpartum. She up. just wants to beat your right. ass. Right? She just <laughs> and she it. don't have to be mentally ill to want to beat your ass. You said something that was an indicator of her parenting, and that pissed her off. Period. So she wants to be jazz. <laughs> and literally, again, that's like over the past few weeks where she's been taking shots and doing interviews and subbing her and stuff like that. So she wants to fight you. Do not be surprised. And also do not be surprised that she just attempted to fight you the first chance she got. Like, right. what? It makes sense. I just want Nikki to grow up, leave it alone, because it's, again, you look ridiculous. Recognize that... Cardi <laughs> is three years old. You... <laughs> And every time that is so true. I would feel so, so like, wow, I'm really letting a toddler run my emotions. Because what? Let me go do something. Te- let me go drive. And uh. myself that I can do that. <laughs> Fuck that little nigga. Like what? <laughs> I have a job. What you mean? <laughs> that is so funny and such a great. I'm just emotion. saying like, that's where I feel like Nikki needs to focus her energy on, like not being worried about these girls, being worried about For your music, what? your tour, your shit like you are the established legendary bitch that you claim to be so why don't you act like and it? you also claim to you know love and respect women and you know you talk all of this fake feminist shit all of the time and you literally could have reshaped like the entire landscape of female hip-hop you know what i'm saying you could be out here standing con completely comfortably in what you've done and what you've accomplished while still, you know, shouting out the like Kelly yep. 47s or yep. the Megan Thee Stallions or the whatever, whatever. And not for nothing, I know that she has over the past few months mm-hmm. gave a lot of the new girl shout outs because she's been criticized for not doing it. So I get that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what I'm when she shouted out Malibu Mitch and like um, Asian Doll and some other new girls, but those are girls who have been very clear and open about standing for Nikki prior to that anyway. Right. And she even said once, I remember what interview this was, but this was recent. She said, the only reason I still show love to Trina to this day is because she was like the first female rapper that showed me love and said, I want you to be on my app, on my album. I was like, first of all, the only reason Uh-oh. you show love Uh-oh. to this day. Uh-oh. <laughs> Mm-mm. The only reason? The reason that Trina showed you love and asked you to be on your albums because Trina has never been and never will be a fucking hater. Oh, wow. On top of that, Trina and your boss, mm-hmm. Dwayne Carter, great relationship, still have respect and love for one another. So you were never going to do it if you wanted to. Well. So there's that. <laughs> but it was uh. like, oh my God, she was like so nice to me and loved me so much. So that's why I show love. He's very ego driven. Look at, but look at exactly what you said. You could have done the same thing when Bodak Yellow or that other Forever song or whatever came out. Oh, you yeah. could have hit that bitch up and been like, "I see what you're doing, bitch. Ooh, let's do a remix. Let's do a fucking song together. 
let's do something together, whatever, and literally never spoke about one another again, and things would be exactly where they are right now. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Without y'all trying to box at a fucking event. <laughs> because whether or not you're nice to each other, fans are still going to be like, this verse ain't got shit on Nicki. Yes. This verse ain't got nothing on Cardi. Like, people still have the nerve to compare Beyonce to people. Well... You know what? So what are we doing? I just let y'all have it. Honestly, however you feel is how you feel. But both of y'all need to grow up. Both of y'all are hypocritical at times. Both of y'all make it hard to support you at times. Both of y'all have done great things and can continue to do great things. So I just wish everybody the fucking best. Amen. How the fuck you gonna let your label mate and your ex nigga just get up on stage and hug it out and go play fucking ping pong and you trying to like pile her bitches and shit like that? Uh, she addressed that on Queen Radio too. Oh, she did? Yeah. Talked about how she just knew it was weighing heavy on both of them. Like if you really know them, then you know that it was like really affecting them both. And she made sure to say, of course, Drake talked to me about it before he did it. But, you know, I'm just really happy for the both of them that they did that. So... You know, girl, whatever. Right, that queen. Right, like I said, she keeps playing her album, which I mostly don't. I mean, like. Somebody's got to. But you know, they it it's entertaining, but in the holy god, what am I listening to? I'm so of, tired. Of way. Right, right. Mm-hmm. like when you're done, you're like, why am I drained? Oh my god, <laughs> is this still on? That sort of thing. It's like your, your head don't hurt. Huh, but thank you so much for the weekend entertainment, ladies, because I cackled for days. I mean, days. Let's go back to the preschool golden rule. Keep all your your hands, feet, mm-hmm. and other all objects to yourselves. Yes, to yourselves. Mm-hmm. Leave one another alone. We mm-hmm. like both of your music, and both of you can stand up right next to each other or far away from each other in hip hop at the same time. Hallelujah! Shocking! <laughs> Shock of the fucking year. All right, well. That's it. I hope it was adequate. Let's take a break. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like mm-hmm. my own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology works part in ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read again that's ziprecruiter.com slash the read ziprecruiter the smartest way to hire now let's get back to show so listen guys the next generation of influential black voices can be found on npr's new collection black stories black truths i've been running my mouth about it for a while now black representation in media is incredibly important 
And I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. All right, so we're back. It's time for some letters. It is. Send your questions to askthereed at gmail.com. We have an update from Ray. Ray, if you remember, um, has a black coworker who's <laughs> loves to be like, uh, my boyfriend would never let me do that to my daughter. Oh, yes. Her. Oh, so, Lord, I nobody got fired. <laughs> right. So she said, thanks for the advice. I ended up sharing my feelings with my co-worker, Shaquana, because she called me on a Saturday. Her name is Shaquana? Well, that was the fake name she gave. Okay. She, oh, yes, because she called on Saturday. I answered because I thought it was an emergency, but this fool was going grocery shopping and wanted to chat. Oh, Wait, no. Her co-worker? Yes. I'm like, oh, no, bitch. We are not friends. What? Absolutely not. Ugh. You know what? I did have co-workers who were friends, but... Not chat while you grocery shopping, friends. Like, don't call me because you're bored and you want something else to do. Like, no. How do you even grocery shop when you're like? I'm too like ADD for it. I I'd be fr- into what I'm doing so I can like leave. I have a friend who only calls when she's going shopping because she's like, I don't want to browse through clothes by myself. I'm like, what? <laughs> so so being on the phone makes you feel like you have company. What? That's I don't- I'm. <laughs> I know people do it. I have it. heard of this. Yes. Anyway, so Ray said, I took this as the perfect opportunity to express how I felt <laughs> since she called me outside work hours. She apologized and said she will refrain from talking to me about her coon nugget ass boyfriend oh, wow. and will keep things professional. Thanks again, y'all. Bless. Love, Ray. Well, amen. I am so glad that that worked out, girl, because... <laughs> You know, trying to get along with coworkers is just such a big part of having a job. And that can be so stressful. I mean, it really is because people just don't. And you like need to be at work so that you can live. <laughs> right. And you like can't just go off on everybody because. Or you... leave. <laughs> I mean, because you need to get paid and be able to come back. And yeah. you got kids and health insurance. But coworkers can really fucking take you there. They can just. Oh, Lord. So, and sometimes not even, like, maliciously. Sometimes they're just annoying. Right. True. Okay. <laughs> Which is the Her, case yeah. with Shaquana. And right. Her. Like, I don't. Bitch, these are my braids. I was about to say, I know your name is not Shaquana and you anti-black. But a little bit. I mean, <laughs> I feel like she said that the coworker has a stereotypical Oh, she did name. say that. Right. So she gave her a fake stereotypical name. Okay. Right. So, yeah, that does happen, actually. Anyway, glad that that ended without y'all having to, like, fight each other. Um, This question comes from Puerto Rican Jubilee. (laughs) That is funny. (laughs) Do you even know who Jubilee is? Uh, Jubilee's a drag queen, right? What? Actually, there's probably a drag queen I feel like that's a Jubilee. I was thinking of the X-Men. 
Oh, it probably is an X-Men reference. I was definitely thinking drag She could shoot fireworks out of her hands. Oh, okay. Well, Puerto Rican Jubilee wrote in um, with a mental health related question. What race is the Jubilee? I think she's Asian. What? What? Oh, okay. I was like, wait a minute, what? Pretty sure Jubilee is an Asian How come I've never heard of her? Because you don't give a fuck about X-Men. Jubilee superhero. Girl, you still say Marvel. And Jubilee's not a super seen one these days, but if you watched X-Men in the 90s she growing looks up. Asian. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she is. Yeah. Jubilation Lee. Oh, that's her name. I'm so late. <laughs> I didn't realize. Wow, look at you. And okay. I say Marvel. Oh God. Because right. LeVar Burton said I can. Well, you know what? That and is if you don't like enough. it, then you can at him about it. You really can't argue with Thank that. Thank you so much. Okay. So PR Jubilee says, (laughs) I've suffered with increasingly horrible anxiety, panic attacks, and depression for the past few months following some unfortunate life events, and I'm in the lowest place I've ever been. I finally decided to see a psychiatrist, and they prescribed me Clonopin and Celexa in small doses temporarily. When I told people about it, I've been met with responses of shock, lots of warnings, lots of are you sure because doctors get paid by big pharma, and concern about the Clonopin especially, even from my friends who are pro-mental health. I understand their concern for the risk, but now I also know why people don't disclose mental head medications that they're taking. I want to be open about these things because it helped me fight the stigma to hear someone like your fury say that there is no shame in medicating when we need it. But the responses from my loved ones leave me feeling discouraged and doubtful. Finding relief on the Internet is impossible because I just keep reading about how I'm going to have seizures or die or some shit like that. Oh, my God. Yeah. You You girl, it's the worst stories on the Internet. Like. How do I cut through all that bullshit and assure myself that I'm doing the right thing for me? Should I ask for something? Should I stop sharing my truth? Any insight would be amazing. Love you guys so much. Puerto Rican Jubilee. Okay, Jube. So I don't think that um, you need to stop sharing your truth. I think you just need to be selective with who you share your truth with. Unfortunately. Uh, yeah, super yeah, unfortunately. That's really sad. But I cannot tell you that I haven't experienced the same thing. I, you know, close friends and family both when I have discussed. Well, really, to be honest with you, the only people in my family I've talked to about this is my mom and dad. So I'm sure my whole family knows now. But like, when I, I was going to say that's enough. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> in black families, that's more than enough. But yeah, my mother was like really concerned and she brought up all of these, you know, things that she believed to be the case behind uh, or a possibility behind taking uh, medication or even really speaking to a psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. So the thing that was really great for me is because my doctor was like, she's very, very um, descriptive when it comes to medication. Okay. You know? Yep. Um, well, really with everything, but she's never been like, okay, we could consider this medicine for these things and you know here's a prescription good luck she breaks down like every fucking thing about it like side effects how long side effects could possibly um last if you experience any at all like 
the process that we go through to stop medication yeah. at some point. Like it was, it's not really just like, oh, you depressed? Here's some pills. That's not how I was. Treated. Yeah, no, my doctor didn't do that either. So like, even when my mother was expressing her concerns, I had an answer for dinner. <laughs> everything she said I was like, well, my doctor already talked about this and that, and this is where you're wrong at, and even discussed like misconceptions behind it. So I felt comfortable Mm -hmm. behind you know the idea of taking medicine because i was given a very um detailed explanation as to how it worked um and even like she just uh gave me lunesta but that was because i personally had a session with her while i was talking about my struggle with sleeping how it's really difficult for me to just go to bed sometimes my brain is always blankets what oh my god Nigga, I got a weighted blanket off of Amazon, and when I tell you, I be knocked the fuck out. Weighted blanket? Yes. It's like this heavy-ass blanket, and it makes you feel like you are being, like, swaddled in a mammy titty while you in bed. (laughs) I'm not lying to you. You wouldn't think that, like, it would feel good, but it really does. I'm telling you. Like, it may not help. I don't know. I'm not telling So. I had it one night and I knocked out and like woke up in the morning and was like, you know, let me just get back under this blanket. And now I'm asleep for another two hours. Like that sort of thing. Yeah, I was tired of waking up in the fucking afternoon. So I was like, can you what can we do? And she talked through, you know, like possible medications I could try. You know, she's very, very careful about things. And I feel, you know, that's exactly what a doctor is supposed to be doing. And I expressed being uneasy about being medicated like years ago, you know, when I first started seeing her and most of it was because niggas are just like, girl, what? Like depression's not even real. Right. Like, what are you talking about? People just want to make money. Why don't you just pray about it? Why don't we just hold our hands and just send up a good one? You're just sad. Ultimately, you know, though, I, by the time I started talking to this uh, psychiatrist and we got to the discussion of medication, I really... I mean, it it is unfortunate to not have, like, the support or just the ear and shoulder mm-hmm. from, you know, close loved ones in your life when you're discussing these things. But ultimately, I was just like, you know what? At the end of the day, you ain't the one who got to deal with being depressed or anxious or upset or angry for no motherfucking reason every day. I am. And right. I really don't give a fuck about how you feel about this because it's my decision. Mm-hmm. It's my choice. And I'm going to try what I feel comfortable with trying so that I can feel better. So I really don't care how you feel about that, especially if you're operating off um, assumptions that are not only untrue, but also (laughs) proven. And there's like documents behind all of that stuff being untrue. Like, look at the measles coming back. Oh, my God. Because these people don't want to vaccinate their children no more. Stop. All these diseases. It's like, what? Are you kidding? What? What are we doing? The How Black Plague. What? 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 I don't even. Don't make no sense. Huh? Yeah, that's very real. That's super real. Yeah, it is really real. You know what I'm saying? It's unfortunate, but if you're a person of color, you ain't even got to be black to be honest with you. I feel like it's all non-white people have families that are like, what? Right. Pills. The medication, like it's already the whole decision to go on mental health meds, can be like so difficult to make for you personally, anyway. Mm-hmm depending on where you are with acceptance of depression or how long you've been dealing with it and all that. So I understand like the nervousness from family and friends, but also like a lot of that is just people being ignorant about, like you said, about what depression really entails and the fact that yes, for a lot of people, maybe even most people, there's like a chemical 
imbalance or something going on in your brain and it can be corrected. You just have to find the right medication and the right dosage. But people are just, I don't know, niggas is just, they act so weird about that shit. Like it just doesn't make any sense. So I think a lot of niggas are just like, if you can't see it, then, you know, like a lot of people don't believe in certain things that they don't have. Like, You know, if you have yeah. chicken pox, you can see them shits. If I'm just saying. If you got pink eye, I can notice. Oh, well, you know what I'm saying? But well, when yes. niggas are just like, I'm really depressed, it's so easy, especially with black people having to, you know, pull ourselves up by our own bootstraps and run around the world twice in order to get basic things. Like, a lot of niggas are just kind of, like, depressed. Like, what the fuck right. you guys to be sad about? We all depressed, nigga. We black. Get right. your ass up and go to work. That's almost what it's like. It's like, of course you're depressed, bitch. We all are. Right. And so the fuck? Like... Like no nigga, we we could we can work through our shit and be happier. Like not saying our place in society is gonna change, right? But the mental health part of it can. You don't have to be in a personal hell every day. Nigga. And a lot News of flesh. our depression or people's individual depression, black people, is not just based in race right. like a lot of racism shit does depress the fuck out of me well yeah and frustrate the fuck out of me but that's we not we don't talk about all that as like, well <laughs> my depression does not revolve simply you know around racism alone mm-hmm. um and also depression is like a symptom of several different mental disorders you know right. what i'm saying like there are different kinds of depression so it's just something that a lot of people don't understand or care to understand which is worse but the end of the day you gotta do what the fuck you gotta do for yourself you know nobody pressured me or pushed me into any you know uh, any attempts at being medicated or whatever like that and in fact the first time we discussed it I cried because I felt like I felt like something was wrong with me and I mean I know that there i have issues <laughs> you know what i'm saying like right. we all do but i just felt like wow like we're like this is it you know like yeah. we're we're talking about this for real for like, yo, me i am really fucked like up. that's how like, fucked dead up. ass can't deny it but now it's just like a thing you know what i'm saying i'm i'm just striving to do what i can do to feel good and be productive and not let my mind get the best of me or take me to places that I don't want to go. And if you don't understand or respect that, then that ain't got nothing to do with me. You know what I'm saying? Unless my only way of paying for the meds is you. But Right. Which, for a lot of people, is real. Right. So, huh, I just, it's just complicated, but ultimately you have to do what is best for you. This is your life. Can't nobody tell you what it's like living in your head and in your body every day. So you have to take care of yourself. Right. And girl, it's so much shit going on in the world. You owe it to yourself to take care of yourself. Mm. My therapist asked me recently, like, whether I was open about the things that have happened to me and struggling with mental health. And I told her that, you know, I do talk about it on the show. Uh, Obviously not the details of everything, but that it's something I really think is so important to be open about because going to therapy and talking to psychiatrists and seeing if there's medication that may work for me and learning self-care practices that actually work and it's not just like oh go get your nails done because it's like right. i mean yeah right that's fun but like you need to also learn how to like encourage yourself and not beat yourself up all the fucking time and shit like that that has been so huge for me all year long like doing that really hard mental work on myself it is like draining and exhausting to do but it is so rewarding to like 
start to feel like I may actually wake up and just automatically be happy and yeah. not have to talk myself through it or yeah. like coach myself into leaving the house and all that shit like what and it is people work. wake up and want to get out the bed where where they do that at it, <laughs> it is, is very it hard is real work that's why people don't do it it's easier to drink it away and eat it away and fuck it away and whatever your unhealthy coping mechanism it's way easier to do that than to work on yourself yeah but having the tools to do it is so important so i just want this young woman, you know, struggling with the choice to get on antidepressants to remember that, like, you have to prioritize yourself. It's not like, you know, I'm not saying do it or not do it. I'm just saying do what you are comfortable with and what you want to do and don't let anybody um, in your life or WebMD talk you out of it. <laughs> Girl, and the, right, that's another thing. Like, yes, most of us are going to research medications on the internet that our doctor recommends for us. I feel like most people do that in the Google age. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but you have to remember all those, never take this drug, this drug killed all my family, da 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 Like, first of all, you can't believe everything you read on the internet. Not everything. But some people are telling the truth on the internet and those are like extreme cases that you should not let right. freak you out. If you feel any type of way, any of the dangerous warning signs on any of your medications, which your doctor should go over you with, then, you know, obviously you should report yourself to that doctor or the ER immediately. But like everything else, like I'm just saying. The way Some of those symptoms be like a um, zero. Don't let that scare you. Right. But like it can it can billion. be scary to be like. <laughs> you scrolling through the drug and everybody's like, yeah, my heart stopped beating randomly while I was sleeping. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> and then somebody, some doctor is like, actually, everybody's heart stops beating while they're asleep. Don't let it stress you out. These <laughs> fucking smartwatches got everybody like on alert. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, we're moving on. We're just people. You know what I'm saying? Yes. That's it. Trying to figure out life. And we, right. And we want the rest of you to be happy too. So let's move on. Our next, oh God. Patty, Patty, Patty. Oh, you want something stank? I do. <laughs> hmm, let me see. I have some starred. Oh Lord, that says gay feelings. I don't know if that's going to be petty. Uh, who doesn't have gay feelings? <laughs> I got all of them. Be there for my ex or nah? Hmm, nah, <laughs> let me open. There, next. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to open that. Be there for my ex. <laughs> Hold on, where did it go? I swear you said nah and then it vanished from the inbox. Where Dude. is it? Oh, you ain't shit. Okay, wait. Be there for your current. I'm scrolling through it real quick. If you're single, you're your current. <sighs> the thing is, no matter what her story is, I feel like we're definitely going to tell her to go mind her own fucking business. Because the chances are, like, even if he is, like, a super cool guy... No, if he's like a really cool, good person, then I would be there for him. But okay. if he were a really good person, I don't believe you would be writing us that letter. <laughs> Most of y'all are not writing letters about guys who are like legitimately great. Okay, so here's a letter from, well, damn, I feel like I'm not, I don't see anything super like. Well, pick whatever. Is this? Hmm. I see Benny Hanna in this email. So let's open this. Oh, God. This is from La uh, Layla. Okay. <laughs> hey, Layla. 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 I was saying, um, 
Layla, mm-hmm. and Layla said, let me tell you about how my best friend of almost 20 years ain't shit. Oh, well. Back in 2013, we went to Miami for her birthday. Oh, boy. Saturday, we went out, but left the club at 11.30 because she didn't like it, and then she left me to go kick it with some rando. See, why this the fuck were y'all at the club at 11.30? This is why. <laughs> y'all left at 11.30, which means you got there at like 10 uh, or something. Girl, what? 10.30, maybe? That feels really early. Right? Especially in Miami? Maybe not. I don't know. Yes. Anyway, Sunday we had fun, but I decided to leave her alone for a little bit because I felt like I wasted my money because we didn't do any of the stuff she said we were going to do. I know y'all are going to say I should have went off on and did. I should have gone off and did my own thing. I tried, but it was a bust because she had my my ID. So anyway, what? What? we got back. Cool. See, this is why I'm not supposed to just randomly pick letters from the inbox. <laughs> Man. So anyway, we got back cool and fast forward to this year. We turned 30. When her birthday came around, she wanted to go to Maestro's. Do you know what that is? Maestro's? Nope. Okay. I feel like maybe that's an Instagram it's not Maestro? There's no E? M-A-S-T. No, yeah, I don't know what that is. <laughs> oh my God. Are we Maestro's restaurants? Oh, it's fine dining. Oh, is it? High end mini chain. Oh my goodness. Oh, okay. You girls are too good for prime. <laughs> At that time, I was staying with my sister and saving the move, and I didn't think spending so much on dinner was a smart move. <laughs> I didn't think it would matter if I went until she called me and got me together for trying to for trying to get out of her 30th birthday celebration, so I decided to go instead. What? Fast forward to my birthday. <laughs> I have my own rent to pay now, and because of that, I didn't want to do much. Benihana is my favorite place, and that's where I wanted to go. So my best friend texts me and asks if our boyfriend can go. Okay, girl, cool. That's fine. He's going to be the only guy, but whatever. Tell me why an hour later she calls me and said, how mad would you be if I couldn't go tonight? I said, bitch, as mad as you were going to be if I couldn't make it to your birthday dinner. And she went on to say she didn't have the money and some other bullshit I didn't want to. Girl, what? So she didn't go. And my question is, how long should I not speak to her? Because (laughs) (laughs) she said, how, how long? Because at the end of the day, I'm not talking to this bitch. And I cannot believe that. I got through this whole email. So, and the question is. <laughs> I will not speak to her. The end. So how long <laughs> do you think is too long or short? Because Mastro's and Benihana are way different in price point, And the fact that she asked if her boyfriend could go, then called and all of a sudden don't have money is stupid. And I feel like no matter her excuse, she should have been there for me like I was for her. Or at least been upfront about it so that I could have a better understanding Love, read her or me for a filth if you have to. Oh no, Layla. <laughs> what? All right, so let me understand this. Layla's. This friend, is why I pre screen these. This is exactly why. <laughs> what? Layla's homegirl wanted to go to my Mastro's or Mace, whatever. And homegirl went and she wanted to have a Benihana function for her shit. I'm assuming their birthdays are right next to one another or whatever. Something like that. Not too far apart. Uh, and homegirl talked her way out of going. So much happened. <laughs> Layla, this is dumb. This is dumb, Layla. Yeah. Go talk to your friend and tell her that you're pissed off at her and why you're completely reasonable or uh, within reason for being upset at home, girl. Layla, um, do y'all even like each other? Because <laughs> I don't, I'm not getting the feeling that you do. I don't, you know what? Lots of friends like that. <laughs> I think y'all, you need to sit down and think about whether you even really like this girl. 
or have y'all just been friends for a long time and so y'all friends by default you need that to ask happens yourself, a lot too right you need to ask yourself what it really is and if you really do like her and you love her and you want to work this out then go tell her why you're mad and have a real conversation and either she gonna apologize and be a real bitch about it or she not like the end girl that's it now that's really the end of the story that really is there's nothing else <laughs> <laughs> if you like her so much that you want to continue to be in her life or and vice versa, then yes, go have a conversation with her and express to her calmly or as calmly as possible why you are upset with her. If you can see yourself not really giving a fuck about this, if you ever see this bitch again or if you only hang around her during one or two special occasions in the year, then just go on about your business and be mad. <sighs> All right. I'm going to save this other email for next week because we are already at two fucking hours with this show. What the hell? Okay. So send your questions to gmail.com and we'll be back. Hey, guys. May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. <laughs> but. If you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time if it's been on your mind to give it a try. Celebrate May Mental Health Awareness Month and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of the read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code space eight. Zero. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. All right. So it's time for the read. It is. <clears throat> I just want to say fuck Carlos Ramos. Um, of course, of course. The umpire who was sitting in that fucking chair during the Serena and Naomi match. Let me say this. I don't really know crazy amount about tennis as you guys know that i'm (laughs) not the sports girl i do recognize serena for being the greatest and you know that's that but it just so happens that i had woken up and when i got on the social medias i saw this photograph of this adorable young woman named naomi osaka and the story about how she lives for serena and you know just her dream was to play her at the u.s open and she's just so excited and smiling ear to ear and i was like what a haitian japanese girl about to play serena and it's gonna start in like 20 minutes i heard of naomi yeah and i was like all right so i'm gonna watch this it was literally the first time i'd ever heard of her (laughs) so I went to watch the game and had no idea that it was going to turn into a shit show because of a stupid ass man. Um, well, if you hadn't heard, Serena was playing the game. And first, it was an amazing game. Like, I'm sure there have been like greater, more nail biting tennis matches. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, Probably. But I was literally like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Like, you know, so it was like that kind of fun. Um, at one point, uh, Serena's coach 
bad white man who was sitting up in the audience by Kelly Rowland and him. Right, right. Um, gave her like a thumbs up. And then he did this other weird motion with his hands that I didn't know what that meant. But he like had both of his th- thumbs up for okay. like quite a while. Gotcha. He even said, I don't believe she saw me past the thumbs up, which is why she was so upset anyway. Because... Apparently, there's a rule in tennis that everyone breaks, but Serena gets in trouble for, <laughs> which it. is uh, that you may not have illegal coaching from the side. So your coach, nobody can be like, oh, hey, girl, do this, say that, da da da, be over here, blah, 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 when the match is going on. Got you. So you can get fined uh, for that or penalized, I guess is a better word, mm-hmm. um, during the match, which is what happened. So Serena approached Mr. Carlos Woo. and basically. And here's the thing. (laughs) In watching that moment, I saw a woman who is so tired, but still fighting to be calm and like, you know, respectful and just like she went up to the man and basically said, I wasn't being coached. I know that you don't know me or him. So I can understand why you would think that I'm being coached, but I'm not. I have not ever needed to cheat. I would rather cheat. I mean, I would rather lose mm-hmm. than cheat to win. Just so you know. Which, I mean, that was shame. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Love so, it. she punched. Now, here's the thing. I knew from there it was about to be a motherfucking issue. Because one thing that... um Lord... One thing that pretty much the whole world hates, um, more than black people, there's black women speaking up for themselves. She she didn't say anything like rude, nasty. She didn't raise her voice. She didn't have a facial expression that seemed nasty. She was telling you, no, nigga, I'm not cheating. I've never needed to cheat. How many of the girls have already told you that I'm the baddest bitch in this shit? So like, (laughs) cheat for what? Right. Plus, I love this girl. So like, why? You know? Anyhow, after that, um, Ugh. what was the what was the thing that made her break the racket? I don't know exactly. I can't. Rem- I didn't even see it live. I was. I don't get tennis. You don't, I just get, you don't all, get tennis. No, I'm just always on Serena's side in everything. Well, that makes sense. But I don't. I, I don't get Mario it. tennis. <laughs> all right, I get it. Like you hit the ball back and forth, and then like I like I could if I were athletic probably play. A match of tennis and understand how it goes. Okay. I could definitely could not. Not professional. I'm talking about we at oh, the park no. <laughs> and you just want to play me in tennis. If oh. I could even play tennis, which I'm sure <laughs> I would be garbage at it, but I can follow. Every time I try, I'm just like, how do you get to where the ball is? What? I'm not good at this fucking game. Anyway, she and the coach both said, and pretty much like many of the other people, this is the thing that, that really blew my mind, right? Because I said to someone on Twitter, like, I don't watch tennis that much. And even I understood that this was unfair. Okay. Um, and many other people, whether they were correspondents or, you know, her peers or mm-hmm. former players have been like, yes. The coaching thing, pretty much everybody does that. For some reason, it was an issue for Serena. Right. But here we are today. Mm-hmm. So, again, I can't remember when y'all reminded me. I found me of- it. It says, because uh, you know I did not know the tennis words for this. When Naomi Osaka broke for 2-3, mm-hmm. after Serena's backhand unforced error, she smashed her racket in anger. That's from the New York Times. I do uh-huh. not know what that means. So, that mean. And that was her second code violation after the coaching warning. 
So that's when she got the penalty. Which is like, why is... The point penalty. Why is breaking your racket up? Well, whatever. Fine. But um, when I saw that happened, I was just like, oh, no, my girl. She's so upset. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. After, like, she the is. drug test shit and then her wearing a perfectly beautiful and respectful cat suit that was not even just for fashion but also because of a health condition Circulation, and right. she still came out here in her skirt and went up no, it's fine it's okay girl fine just here to play the game of tennis and y'all are continuing to fuck with her so that's what i'm saying about shit like that like you'll never know what it feels like to be in that position and have people right. like just fuck with you because you know you don't or because they know that you're dope you know so i complete and nigga I have broken my things over being mad at me. (laughs) (laughs) I have thrown my things. I have broken my own things. I've placed holes in my own wall because I'm mad at something I did or something I did incorrectly or whatever. So having to deal. And then on top of this, you're incredibly famous. Like, get off her dick. So she was already upset. And then at one point, she's speaking to the the umpire or whatever, and she referred to him as a thief for stealing that, yeah. you know, that point or whatever from yeah. her. Um, and then, you know, the next thing is like, oh, well, we're just going to snatch a game from you because verbal abuse. What? Verbal abuse? This fool. After the match and everything wrapped up, I saw, like, there were, like, two... Um, white man that were I don't know if this was a ESPN I can't remember what sport channel I watched I couldn't guess so whatever right. but um, I saw former players that were like I've called I've called umpires way worse than that oh yes this is why this is when white women started speaking up they were like oh that's sexist <laughs> they started naming all these white men in tennis um, John McEnroe who I only know because of Never like Happy Gilmore or whatever movie that that Adam Sandler shit. What? John McEnroe is like a white tennis legend who was also like a really shitty human being. Like, I don't think he just got in trouble all the time and was constantly in fights and cussing out umpires and all this sort of thing. But Serena calls somebody a thief and is labeled like, like she issued some sort of violent threat toward this man. Like, it's just that, that black body and that woman body. Just and that the fact all, that she all dominates that little sport. Somebody linked me to an article about um, this umpire and how he has gotten into it with a bunch of others. He did it to Venus. Ten, right. Venus has gotten into it with this man. It's like a whole list of tennis players who are like, this man is, was unfair and, you know, has like a bias or doesn't penalize equally you know right across the board it was just so clearly bias like from the very beginning and it was so unfortunate for so many reasons you know what i'm saying like i just know that serena is tired of trying of people in tennis outside of tennis even trying the fuck out of her right but past that it's like man even when even before, like, the racket broke or or the, the thief comment, when she just stepped to him and was like, just so you know, like, I've never, like, I don't need to cheat. I'm not cheating. Right. That's it. It was like, oh, she's so childish and mm-hmm. she doesn't have any form of sportsmanship and, oh, she's always angry and da 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 da. And I was like, <sighs> how? How? This motherfucker is accusing her of something that she did not do, not to mention, like, you're the baddest athlete out here. You're not going to allow, sh-. like, she said, you owe me an apology. Right. Why would I be okay with someone accusing me of cheating, especially at, like, a match like this? 
or ever in my life when I know I'm not cheating and I've never fucking needed to cheat. Picture Serena Williams <laughs> needing to cheat to I'm win sorry, a game of tennis. I have to laugh. <laughs> I just have to. Of course she was upset about that, but the thing that pissed me off was with so many people, almost all white, calling her out of her name or mm-hmm. saying that she was like, you know, childish or whatever the fuck because she was upset by that. And I'm like, how could you, like... Most of y'all could never walk in the shoes that these people are walking in. You know what I'm saying? And you don't know what it it feels like to be, you know, famous or or a celebrity and have to deal with, not only deal with, but like swallow a lot of bullshit that comes from people. Because people will call you all kinds of names or, or lie on you or whatever. And you have to just be like, all right, I'm going to take the high road all of the time. I always talk about Beyonce and people talking about that she didn't give birth to that baby <laughs> or talking about that Lord baby's hair. Lies, mess. And she would put a fucking a clip of some shady shit right back on the next <laughs> tour or write it in a song and remind you that she's rich and y'all could never try blue. And, you know, it just makes me sad and it makes me tired. But past that, I was even, I was also pissed because Naomi wins. Her first, you know what I'm saying, U.S. Open, mm-hmm. and and played look- incredibly well. Like it wasn't even just like, oh, this is just some like poor trash girl who couldn't even play, and y'all just stole. Right. But she was really right. incredibly, incredibly skilled. Good. Right. So that's why Serena's like, if I'm gonna lose, just let me lose. Right. Like, but this bullshit you making up is completely unnecessary. Well, why would I even have a problem losing to her? She literally like what? What? See. Uh, when the look on Naomi's face. After that game, that poor baby broke my heart because it was like, oh my god, I know that face. That's mm-hmm. that face up. I want to get the fuck out of here right now <laughs> and just go talk to my mama about why this day is trash. <laughs> but I have to stay here because work. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> Damn, like she was Relatable. so upset. Like my nigga, you because you're uncomfortable with a woman, a, specifically a black woman. Because I'm sure many white tennis players uh, that are women would have gotten away with most of the shit that. You know, they were beating Serena up for. But this black woman had the nerve to already be celebrated as the best and then speak up against a call that you made. It's like from the moment that she did that, it didn't matter what the fuck she did after that. It was already, oh, bitch, you're going to lose. And any opportunity I feel like I get to make sure that that happens, I'm gonna. So Serena feels robbed. Naomi probably felt like she didn't earn it for real. You know what I'm saying? You ruined like a huge moment right. for this 20 year old amazing tennis player. Just let her like, just let it happen. Like it was already gonna be a good ass match. Like it just didn't. Serena had to be the one to go up there and be like, "Girl, I don't give a fuck about what you talk about me. Let's just clap our hands for this girl right here because she played the fuck off. Uh, I'll play the fuck out of that game, yeah. and she deserves it." She told Ellen, Naomi did, that um, Serena whispered in her ear, they're not booing you. They're booing that up. And you should be proud of yourself. Because she was like, yeah, it really upset me to hear a bunch of people booing. And I did think they were booing at me. So when she said that, why wouldn't so you? much better. Right. But it's like, you see how Serena is not like, I absolutely have to win and like, fuck everybody else. It's not, she's not Nikki in this situation. It's like. <laughs> 
If I'm gonna lose, then let it be because we both played a good ass game of tennis and My I lost. My nigga, because nobody is trying to come up after after me losing to Naomi, anybody, and trying to really with sense say that I'm not the baddest. To yes, because do it don't matter if I'm number two this week and somebody else is number one this week because I have been number one before and I certainly will again. And my legacy stands strong regardless of one game. And me and my own skin. Woo! I am a gigantic reason that anybody pays attention to any of these motherfucking matches. Uh, period. Well, I don't get the girls come out and give you money because they want to see me, bitch. Fuck you, thought. Absolutely. When Serena's not playing, ticket sales are low and prices drop. Period. What? I never gave one sliver of a fuck about tennis till the Venus and Serena started playing. Ever in my life. Never. Ever in my life. Not ever. And they might still be mad that we came and took over their sport like that. And my sister, when I was like a baby, with our beads. My mother's brother, I don't know why I said my sister, my mother's <laughs> brother, my uncle, loved tennis. And there was a park literally with a huge tennis court, maybe four of them. Like, you could see it from in front of my house. Mm-hmm. And so he would take me over there sometimes and be playing tennis, trying to get me to play with him. And I would, like, you know, fuck around on the court and, like, pretend, like, oh, this is fun. And then I was terrible. And I was like, okay, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm a baby. <laughs> I like to win. I don't like to lose. Um but even then, I was just like, you know, this is the thing. My uncle likes to play tennis. We have racks and stuff in the house. But Venus and Serena, you know, right. made it interesting. That's totally different. Right. They actually had me giving a shit about tennis. Yeah. When I never would have otherwise. So, yeah, I think white people are probably still just mad at the fact that. They're going to be mad at us regardless. I mean, <laughs> because even Naomi, as much as y'all want to focus on the Japanese, is still half black and not ashamed of that at all. And, you know, coming up right behind some, like, just a little junior, just coming right on. Right. Y'all about us. to be mad at two black girls. Right. It's like, damn. Y'all thought once Serena was gone, that was going to be it. And it's like, oh, wait, there's more of them? Three. You mad at Venus, too. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So, sorry. Not yeah, to interrupt tennis. Your... Oh, and that Marcus Knight guy, whatever. Oh, my God. I was just going to talk about that. Deep throw the chainsaw. The... <laughs> if you don't know about the Australian cartoonist, um, then you probably have at least seen the image um, that he did of Serena at the U.S. Open. There's a lot of things in it. Serena is crying and jumping up and down on a smashed racket and... He is talking to Naomi Osaka, who weirdly now is it's like white? super light and has blonde hair. Don't get it. But the umpire is saying, can you just let her win? As if the issue here. <laughs> okay. So there's so much about this cartoon. Yeah. But first of all, the issue, like Serena said, is not I, you know, it's I need would, to win. Right. It's not that I need to win because I don't want to win bad enough to cheat for it. Again, if I, if she's going to lose, then let it be because she right. got outplayed. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just that. So right. for you try to make it seem like the umpire was just, you know, up there just doing his job. And here goes big old toddler ass Serena coming through with a childish temper tantrum and ruining what should be a nice, white, wholesome <laughs> ass match. And here she goes in this body White people, I don't understand it, but they love to draw strong black women as like oversized as possible. Like this is not an accurate depiction of what Serena Williams looks like. Not to mention this, this caricature has this 
broad, wide nose and these big, the mouth takes up like 50% of the face. Like it could not be more racist. He even took the time to like put little squiggles in her ponytail. Like you didn't, you made sure to emphasize her blackness in a way that would be perceived as negative when you turned around and did the exact opposite to the other black girl. Like made her this little diminutive thing with a cute little slick back blonde ponytail. Like, bitch, where? I don't. You would have never known that she was playing a black girl had you only seen that cartoon. There's a pacifier on the ground. Serena is like crying and stamping her feet in this picture as though that was actually how she reacted. Like what really happened is that she felt like she was being penalized on some bullshit and she spoke her mind about it. In a way that had pretty much anybody else done, especially a lot of very notable men's players, it would not have been considered an issue. It would not have been these penalties that added up to like $17,000 and the points being taken away and all that. Like, it wouldn't have been none of that. It would have just been a conversation or whatever, or that's just how they act, or boys will be boys, or, you Mm -hmm. know, emotions in a big match. You know, it would be spinned as like, or it would be spun as like this this thing that happens when you're playing in the U.S. Open. You know, it's just what happens. Yeah, it's a really passionate it's game. Just, yeah, you know, it's training so hard. You guys. It's just it's so powerful out there. The tension, the electricity in the air. <laughs> when it's Serena Williams, it's look at that big black bitch over there throwing a fit Fucking and verbally harassing cocky. our umpires who are just there to make sure it's a clean match. And she is just so mad. And the fact that she... All she did was like defend herself and is turn around and being like characterized as that being childish or she didn't have the right to do it. And it's like, oh, well, you were just being outplayed or you were just losing or you were just breaking the rules. So you should just take it and go like, no, all of y'all got my girl fucked up. This man who drew this apparently has a history of... (laughs) drawing cartoons that are trash or that depict men in terrible situations as still being like more rational or not childish and throwing temper tantrums the way he did. I didn't know he was Australian. Yeah. No shade. That explains a lot. I mean, it does. And the fact that y'all hate Serena for being black and excellent doesn't shock me. So I know she's at home with Olympia kickback, you know, chilling and things will be fine. But I just keep coming back to let the bitch play. Like, why? You just don't have to be racist. You just don't have to be sexist. You could just let her be great. And you could just let them play and let that be that. But you couldn't. It was so fucking like Y'all just really hate. Y'all really hate Serena Williams. And there's not. But you just can't stop her. You just. That's the worst part. You just can't do anything about it. It was just unfortunate. Like, I was sincerely agitated when that whole thing was done. And I was like, is this what? This is what? Sports fans feel yeah. like when their team loses or when I read up on it and watched the video, I was like, are you fucking serious? Like, this is what y'all came in my girl for? Just because, again, like I said, like it hasn't it isn't just this game. It's not the first time that people in tennis have shown like clear bias towards Serena or mistreat her simply because she's a black woman and y'all hosts can't beat her. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, it's just. It's ridiculous. And on top of that, you have this young girl who just did an amazing thing. You know what I'm saying? Playing someone that she looks up to so much. Like, it's she, like the difference in the look on her face before that match versus mm-hmm. after. Right. 
broke my heart. I just can't. And I'm really, I would love to fight Carlos, but I'm not going to. <sighs> yeah. Carlos actually can square up and meet me with these hands. But, At any time. Um, I also wanted to talk about the... Let's do it. <laughs> Bring it on. Out of Dallas, Texas, we um, had the story this week of 26-year-old Botham Jean, who was gunned down in his own home by a Dallas police officer who was off-duty but in uniform. <clears throat> this story is fucked. Her name is Amber Geiger. She's 30 years old. She claims to have come home and found her door ajar mm -hmm. and was able to push it open by jamming it with her key. Oh. And in the darkness, she saw a shadowy figure <laughs> and started to yell and told it to not do that. You lying ass and bitch. So then she just fired off two warning shots yeah. and then realized that she was in the wrong apartment. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's Amber's story. Mm -hmm. Now, if you thought to yourself, hmm, it's a lot of, I feel like you don't even have to poke very hard to find a hole in that. <laughs> <laughs> Not you would be all. correct. This woman has been on the police force for four years. She Trash. finished work on Thursday evening, drove home, and then this whole thing happened. Now, people who live in this apartment complex have posted videos online of them walking into their homes. This is not a regular apartment complex as far as I'm concerned. This it looks luxury or high end. Mm -hmm. The keys aren't regular keys. They're them new ass fobby looking things that are probably like magnetically assigned. Kind of like a hotel room door. Oh yeah, yeah. Those shits make me nervous. But the door itself is extremely heavy and the white woman who was taping herself walked in and was like, let's just see if my door and it shut before she even really finished the sentence. Like those doors don't just stay ajar. Furthermore, she was on the entire wrong fucking floor. She lived on the 13th floor. This man lived on the 14th. Do you really expect me to believe that a police officer drove home parked on the wrong level of the parking garage in her own building and then turned around and approached the wrong door, forced her way in through a door that was half ajar in a building where that doesn't happen and then killed a man without even turning on the lights in her own apartment. It's just a lot of things here that don't make, make sense. No sense. Most women who are coming home to an empty apartment at night will leave a light on. Because we don't like walking into dark apartments. And that houses. makes sense. However, it doesn't mean you have to. What it does mean, though, is that when I walk in my door, unlock it, the very first thing I do is hit that light. That's, it, okay. Do you mean to tell me you walked into your own home and it was dark and you didn't automatically turn on the light to see who that was in your fucking house? Do you really mean to tell me that you didn't notice that bright red ass doormat that would have alerted you to like, hey, bitch, you're on the wrong floor. This isn't your apartment. She did live directly below Mr. Jean and an attorney for his family was on. I think it was CNN the other day talking about how somebody who lives in that apartment filed a noise complaint on both them, Jean. And that it was not the first time that they had filed a noise complaint on him. So this woman, what I now believe, 
is that this woman came home and heard him upstairs and got mad and decided mm-hmm. she had had e fuck enough about it. But what the dumb bitch didn't do was think it through first, because anybody who watches any amount of Snapped could have told you how this was gonna go wrong. Yeah, sis. The thing is, I I appreciate lies when they're well constructed and well thought out, but this is just an <laughs> insult to my intelligence. Yeah. And we are in an age now where you can't just say whatever the fuck lie and expect it to just float because social media is all over everything. And when people found out what you said in this police report and in the sworn affidavits for the search warrant and all that, they were like, oh, no. Actually, that isn't how anything works in this building. And here's a picture of his front door with the red ass doormat. It just doesn't. Nothing about it adds up. Are are the apartment numbers not located on the door? Not only are they located on the door, they are illuminated. And it's not like every floor is like 1A, 2B, Mm -hmm. 3. It's like her apartment is like 1348 and his is 1448. It's a different number. But this woman expects us to believe that not only is she like grown and wasn't drunk or high, which, again, I'll wait to see the toxicology report on that because I'm not entirely sure Mm -hmm. that she wasn't fucked up. But, sis, you are a four-year deep employee of the Dallas Police Department. A police officer didn't notice that she was looking at the wrong numbers on the door and the wrong colored doormat. My home has a smell. If I open the door and and this doesn't smell like home. My house, right. But again, nobody gets home at night and doesn't turn on the goddamn lights. Especially before shooting inside of their home. Bitch, you just murdered him. You just fucking you just murdered killed him. him. A I man have- who had a loving and devoted family who had graduated from school and had a what looked like a good job at like a tax and accounting firm. 26-year-old brother who was sending money back home and trying to help out kids and shit like that. And like, just somebody who has done everything that white racists tell us we need to do in order to be acceptable black. And what happened? He got murdered in his own nice-ass house because a not even a rich white woman. Look at his job and your job. Mm. Bitch, you ain't got to go to school to be a police officer. I bet it ain't no... I bet it's very few black people in that building and all of them are established professionals like that man was. Mm-hmm. And you got mad because you could probably hear his music as me like I am goddamn tired of two chains. If I hear any more <laughs> titty boy, I'm going to fucking lose it. I don't know what you was thinking, but you did not think this shit through. So sis, I just want you to know that the rest of us see right through these lies. Hopefully it's just a matter of time before the details come out. I want this charge uh, upgraded from manslaughter to first degree murder. And I want to see you rot in prison. Fry bitch. Period. The end. Like, that's, I don't like end. that's all I have. Fuck her. What? And fuck this shitty ass story. Like, girl, I you don't want to really... say if I killed somebody what I would do, but I would hope that I would think it through better than this. You really expected us to fall for that? Somebody you just reported for a noise violation earlier that same day? Now, I have gotten off on the wrong floor before and gone to an apartment that Absolutely. was not mine. But I put the key in. This has only happened to me once. I put the key in. It didn't turn. Right. I looked at the door and I was like, oh, this ain't my fucking house. And then you left. But even had I opened the door, it would have taken me all but half a second to realize I don't live there. Even if you had managed to open the door, because again, that doesn't happen. 
And I, my apartment, like many apartments, not all, but many apartments, has a light or switch to the light, like immediately Almost next to the door. Every I, I have. N- there are very few homes that don't have a light switch right the there. Entrance. It. I just because everybody does that. Everybody turns out the lights on the way out, and they cut them on when they come home. What? Anybody it doesn't make would sense, turn the bitch. goddamn lights on. It doesn't fucking a make sense. A police officer chose to shoot instead of turning the lights on? Bitch, you just were irritated and you killed You him. wanted to kill that nigga. You thought about it. You know what I'm saying? Not and you also hard. believed that because you're a cop and he is a Negro, that you would have gotten away yeah, with it. Yeah, that's why you didn't put that effort into it. You were like, I'm a police officer. All I have to say is that I thought it was wrong. Oh, wrong apartment. My bad. No, bitch. Fry. <laughs> For all eternity. For the rest of your days. Fuck her. Before and after life. Before, during, all of it. The neighbors, the next door neighbor said that she was home all night, heard everything. Witnesses say that they heard a woman, they heard pounding on the door and a woman screaming, let me in multiple times. (sighs) What else is there? I mean, there's, I mean. Right. Because if you went up there to talk, you wouldn't have brought your gun with you. You didn't even bother to take your work uniform off. You went up there to kill him. So arrest this. Well, she's already been arrested. And also she was allowed to bond right out, which I just can't. Anyway, uh, anyway. Um, charge this bitch with first degree murder and uh, convict her. Send her to prison. That's what I need to see happen. I'm going to hold my breath, but I mean, it doesn't really get any clearer. I just I just want to point out again that it's like, no, even if you are the good black, even if you do the things they tell you to Please do. Please come on. Even if, you know, not involved in a bunch of bullshit. You're not out here hustling. You Please. went to college. Please. You know, you got a nice degree, you got a nice job, price, water, how, whatever the fuck, nice, Thank you. respectable job. Mm-hmm. You got enough money to go live with white folks in a new apartment, okay? Hello. In a building where they don't use keys, bitch. Illuminated. It's a bunch of magnet and dumb, okay? Illuminated. What? What, bitch? All right, you fancy. Oh, my. You did that shit, nigga. Parking garage attached to the building. You could park in the building? You done moved right the fuck on up. And what happened? White people kill you in your own goddamn home. In your house, in yours, where you paid rent, right? All of that money, right? Your home, leaving your family devastated, minding your motherfucking business, leaving our community missing somebody who was actually giving back and doing something. So for we it. don't give a fuck about none fuck of these white people watching us. Bitch. <laughs> like, fuck this bitch, I don't Amber. care. Fuck her. I know people thought maybe they was fucking and stopped and she got mad. I don't think that's it. I really think it's the noise thing. I do. But whatever it is, you know what it's not. I just thought it was my apartment and shove the door open and then somebody was in and I shot with the lights off. That lie is so bad. It's so bad. You might as well have just said I killed him because I wanted to. Right. You'd been like, so did you consult like a five-year-old for <laughs> this explanation? Because it don't make no sense. It's hard to believe a grown woman thought we was going to believe that. <laughs> so we'll see how this whole, we'll see how the proceedings but, go, but fuck this bitch. When you think about all of the cops who have killed uh, black people, and all of the fucking bullshit stories that a lot of them have come up with. Mm-hmm. Again, it doesn't surprise me that this fucking story is so terrible because this, like, you really thought that the story would be white person killed black person, well, white cop killed black person, and that you would just be Had back at home, for dinner. Yep. you know, making your your rice and, and really, it you been are. An issue. Yeah. 
Oh, I wonder if people in her building are like, she Ooh. probably has not left her apartment, honestly. If she's smart, she's staying at a friend or family member's house. Yeah, if she's smart, she's not even there because I saw they his neighbors had put like flowers up and they were all talking about how he was like such a nice guy and all you this stuff. I'm like, bitch. you are just trash. <sighs> like, even if you, this is what I was, <laughs> I was talking about earlier. Even if you do live somewhere where it just, happens to be loud or whatever or somebody is playing their music and and you have tried to get them to stop and they don't like murder is not a reasonable response to that it just (laughs) i don't care how mad you are i have lived in loud ass neighborhoods before where people partied well into the night and didn't give nan fuck about who had to go to work in the morning and you know what was not appropriate going outside and shooting them in the head like it just (laughs) Nobody would have been like, oh, I so like, get uh, it. Like, yeah. Girl, I understand. Like, no, it just isn't. Right. So fuck her. And that's it. I'm done. Well, guys, thank you for listening to another yes, episode. Sitting of the through read. all these two and a half hours. Um, check us out at thisistheread.com and on social at thisistheread. If you're in New York, it's September 13th. So get your ass up and go vote. Yes. Get your ass up and go fucking vote i cannot wait i'm personally voting for cynthia nixon Same. um because well like i always say anybody who takes mta knows that andrew cuomo has got to get the fuck up out of here i mean there's that but there's so many other reasons yeah there's a lot of them actually <laughs> yes and i want to see more progressive people in office and cynthia nixon is the type who has who says the right things but also has hired a lot of the right people and acknowledges that you know it's not i know that people have been accused of like using black women as props or like oh look at all the blacks who support yeah, look yeah. At all these black girls around mm. me and just being like it's not even just that i feel like it's it's great that she acknowledges that people feel that way but also that she's truly committed to doing the things she talks about doing when she said that marijuana has been effectively legal for white people for decades and it's time that it's legal for everybody else. I'm like, this is the sort of white ally we need. <laughs> like, yes, hire black women and then say, bitch, I hired black women because y'all know what the fuck y'all doing. And too often we tell black people that they decide elections and we need them and Democrats court the black vote the way they do. But then ultimately y'all get into office and then y'all act like Jesus. y'all don't give a fuck right. about us until the next election comes around and we're tired of saving you so if i'm gonna throw my support behind cynthia nixon which she has again hired lots of black girls around her that i support and i think it's a good idea and i like what she's saying then i expect to see cynthia nixon actually act on these things if she's elected but she got to get through this primary first right and i you know even as somebody who is a relatively recent new yorker i am fed the fuck up <laughs> with i mean we can get the fuck out of here really and these Child. types of elections are the ones you really really you really need to be opening your eyes about and you know what I'm saying taking your ass off yeah, there your local you ones governor exactly. matters a lot like a whole <laughs> bunch like a lot Woo, so child. you can't really effectively complain about shit being horrible if you don't even really give a fuck to go and try yes. and vote for somebody um, tickets to our upcoming live shows in Philly, Nashville, Denver, Seattle and Miami at thereadlive.com um, those are the only cities that we're doing for this fall. We got lots of emails asking if we are going somewhere else uh in 2018. Nope, that is it. That's so, it, sis. 
see you in one of those. Do we have anything else before we close it out this week? Damn, I feel like we've been in here forever. I just want to say this episode is dedicated to all of the people within the culture who want to play spades, but nobody will teach you because niggas are selfish (laughs) and care more about winning spades than allowing other people to have the experience as well. Okay? This is dedicated to all of my brothers and sisters who have watched spade game after spade game. Oh my god, really? Ask friends and family (laughs) to put you on game so that you can participate too. You've been to all of the nigga functions and you've looked at, it just looks like such a thrilling and just like a, a, a festive time and a good moment. It really is. And you just... Can't play with none of these niggas because they will literally cut your throat open if you're an egg. And we don't even know what that means. So, shout out to you. This is for you. Oh, man. Love you so much. And my Instagram bio is Wakanda and Spades champion. I don't care. So, do you play or nah? I played a lot when I was like, I played when I was like in high school right. and early college some, but I haven't played it maybe since I was like a freshman mm. in college. Okay. So, I don't remember. And even when I did play it, I played with like few people and not often so i was like decent at the game right but i haven't played it in so many years that i know the very next time i play spades i'm gonna make a mistake or be confused mm-hmm. and then my life will be threatened and it's just not really mm-hmm. worth it well maybe we'll play on my birthday that's a relatively safe space you are the last <laughs> one to, you were going to like, do this to me bitch, and you nobody i really want you to consider what you're saying right now and who you are i want you to do that no. Nope. Okay. Fine. Yes, I have thrown tam- <laughs> tantrums over card games. Yes, you have. Games of all kinds. Yes, you have tossed all the cards up so where nobody could play because However, you were However, you are difficult Did to <laughs> win or lose against. It really doesn't matter which way the game goes. It sucks to play because whether or not Crystal wins or loses, you have to deal with her shit. <laughs> this is a lie. So, you're very competitive. I you're lose practically very rose. gracefully. I lose very gracefully. I do not throw a fit when I lose. It's just that when I win, I dominate. So things like Mario Kart or shit you never really cared about in your soul to begin with. Exactly. Exactly. That's different. (laughs) It's not the same as spades. And I'm not You can't talk about nobody. That's fine. I'm standing up in my shit. I know I'm terrible. I know that. I mean, you get mad at me in Monopoly because like I won't sell properties to you so that you well can that's unreasonable Monopoly. don't no, nobody want to be playing motherfucking Monopoly for seven months we ain't gonna be playing for seven months cause you finna lose cause you're not getting no Monopolies you are unreasonable in Monopoly <laughs> you don't make any negotiations you don't trade or sell alright we're playing space on Sunday fine we're playing okay. I'm gonna watch at least a few rounds that bitch before I go in because you're not the only one I just don't trust niggas I don't oh, so that's right. that thanks for listening we'll talk to y'all next week bye y'all Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that 
is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com.